this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Greetings, weary traveler. Come, warm yourself by the fire, and let us regale you with mighty tales, tales of adventure, tales of heroism, and of course, tales of Tamriel. I am your host, Lotus of Doom, here with a uh, friend of the show and returning guest, Loctavian. How you doing, buddy? Doing great. Hello. Happy to be here. Yeah, I'm very glad to have you back. Uh, I had a, I, I really enjoyed when you and Pylon were here last time to kind of really get into all of the details. We had that very lengthy discussion um, on all things MMO. So this time we don't need to have any deep uh, out of ESO discussions, um, but you haven't been on since the big reveal, what we're looking forward to coming up and all of that. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad that you get to join us for this. It's not like a crazy packed news week, but we did get some stuff kind of showing us what we're in for for the first quarter. And I'm kind of curious on your opinion with that and um, all that good stuff, plus what we've been doing in game and everything like that. So, uh, no, it's a pleasure to have you back. I, uh, yeah, honestly, I, I was telling you before the show, several people uh, had actually specifically commented that they were very pleased to be introduced to you, actually, after the last time you were here. So hopefully, uh, you know, this can be equal exposure as well to anybody who might not have uh, met Loctavian. As a matter of fact, why don't you give a quick synopsis, just uh, just give people a quick shout out as to who you are and how you relate to the community. Yeah, so I'm a ESO stream team, which partnered streamer. And so there's streamers out there and they are the top tier and they're the best <laughs> in the world mm -hmm, mm -hmm. at trials. And they're the best in the world at PVP and the best in the world at arenas. There the it best is. The housing. And they are the best at everything. And I am not that. I am uh, <laughs> aggressively casual in my approach to streaming. We just do whatever. And I feel like that's uh, that that's my niche is being able to just experience the game 70% uh, at everything, not 100% at, at any one thing. Um, <laughs> and to quote Always Sunny in Philadelphia, um, I've decided to just get real weird with it often. I Which... When I first met you outside just our, like, dialogue just, like, through Twitter and stuff like that, but the first time I got to see your stream, I still stand by the fact that the Dagoth wave dance was, like, pretty much what sold me immediately. I was like, well, this is the weirdest shit ever, and I love all of what's happening right now, <laughs> so. Right, shout out to Young Scrolls for the greatest song ever. Yep. And allowing Amazing. me to use it for the greatest dance ever. <laughs> um. 
what do you call it? So jumping into things, uh, not really any behind the uh, behind the scenes. Hoping to, we we were trying to finagle something to get Ark involved this week, um, and and and. You actually kind of joined on on kind of like a not last minute, but not the most organized thing that I had uh, this time because my week has uh, not been organized whatsoever, which made kind of getting the show off the ground this week a little more complicated um, and a little less organized than I try to be as we had last week. uh, We had the blizzard in uh, Boston and this week we had. Um, not exactly a blizzard, but if you've ever gone to a machine and gotten crushed ice for a drink, um, we had a crushed ice storm, I guess would be the best way to explain it. Because when I took my dog out and she came back in, she kind of looked like a snow cone um, (laughs) because it was literally just like raining and sleeting at the same time and it was just sticking to everything just snapping trees and everything so our week has been chiseling out uh the entire environment which has really kind of had me distracted throughout the week most unpleasant but that's at least behind us for now and now it's just two degrees outside which is a real not selling point um however since the last show we had another uh, again thank you uh, as always for the iTunes and Spotify reviews uh, i was told that uh, tom from lorecast was mentioning that it seems like that might be part of the new algorithm for spotify or whatever that's fine it's none of that's important but i just like to say thank you for those of you who take any time to leave us a review it's very thoughtful that you would take the time to do that for us um and in the case that you don't just leave a review, but you actually leave some words, we have one uh, from Not Kevin's Cousin this week, uh, a five-star review, that I can confirm this is a podcast, oh, that this podcast is real and uses real words out out of real people's mouths, which is exactly what we hope to achieve during this show. <laughs> so the fact that that's coming across, uh, re- really glad to hear, so... <laughs> Yeah, that was really well articulated. Definitely not something that would come from a, a cousin of a Kevin. So I think you live up to their name. <laughs> so yeah, uh, that that's as always greatly appreciated. Again, even you just leaving reviews is very helpful, uh, apparently, to the algorithms. Um, but yeah, if you want to leave words, it's always appreciated as well. As for um, any other behind the scenes stuff. It, I kind of wanted to shout this out and I, I we've got a few few episodes before this is going to happen. So, uh, you know, I want to just kind of prep this up, gives people time to hear it, possibly give anything. But uh, as we are currently in episode 296, which is absolutely mind boggling how long the show has existed long before myself as a host or even Ark as a host. <laughs> um and basically around the beginning of the game's lifespan, so we, we almost share a birthday with Elder Scrolls Online itself. Uh, we're closing in on episode 300, which is a pretty massive milestone in terms of podcasting. Um, and we have... I, I hate teasing, but there's no way to kind of do this without having some teaser. Um, we do probably, unless things go sideways or anything like that, 
Um, it does seem like we're going to have a rather large announcement that we can do. And it's a good thing. So it's not like, aha, we reached episode 300. Peace out. And we just like sail off into the sunset. Not not that type of announcement, like a good announcement. Um, so hopefully uh, that that will come to fruition and we can give you more details to unveil on episode 300 but um you know i can't go too too much into it so i apologize for the tease that that annoys me when other things do that but i i just trying to give you a peek behind the curtain however one thing that i wanted to specifically throw out there to the community because for the longest time i was a listener of tales and i was given an opportunity to guest on the show and several years later i'm now like the the, the lead host on the show um which is not really something i ever expected or planned on uh when this all started when i was a listener however i think that shows that what Agello started uh way back when he kicked off tales of tamriel originally he made something that it ended up becoming more than just his show that he started and it's something that i've always thought is really awesome because he would to me he was always kind of like the community focus which i thought was great because you know community focus stuff is like a, a big thing um with us and honestly elder scrolls in general ah puppy cam <laughs> um all all around and the thing is, this show is more of a staple to listeners than it is to any one of us on the show, and I kind of like it that way. This is not my show now. This is not anybody's show specifically. This is just a show that's in the community and part of the series, and I, I've just kind of liked that a lot, and being on both sides of it, from listener to on the show itself, um, I wanted to kind of just reach out uh, to all of you. I Many of you send really nice things to the show, uh, which is great. It, it's just super, super... I don't know. It's it's humbling to know how, how many of you listen to this show for various reasons to help you get through stuff as a distraction, as white noise, like all of that's very, very cool. Um, and with episode 300 on the horizon, if there's anything over these past 300 episodes that sticks out to you from any of the cast members, because uh, it, it's transitioned so much over the years with so many different hosts. We're just kind of looking as reminiscing as I will be doing. I know Ark will be doing. Feel free to send us any of your favorite moments, uh, whether it was us screwing up because we we always joke about being a dumpster fire, whether it was, you know, points in the game and had nothing to do with us. It was just like, oh, you know, this happened, you know, this expansion, this happened to me. Anything you would like to contribute that relates to the game or us or you know, you found us because of this in-game or whatever. You bump into us and I was in PvP and you ruffle stomped the shit out of me at a keep. And it was like, oh, I recognize that guy. He's the guy who does the podcast and we were, we just trucked him. Like, whatever the case, we're going to start. I, I'm going to start collecting some of those just to kind of help for a reminiscing thing. Because essentially, episode 300 is going to be like an anniversary thing. Because most shows don't get quite that far. <laughs> Um, 
And barring anything bad happening, I will be here for episode 300. And, uh, you know, I have some moments long before me and also since I've been here that I've just really enjoyed. So if any of you have anything you would like to contribute, feel free to send it to Twitter or to me or you know, put it in the Discord, uh, wh whatever you would like to do. If you have audio ability and want to send in a voice something or other, uh, feel free. Wh whatever you would like to do, if there's anything around the show that you remember, that you appreciate, whatever, just kind of looking to reminisce or remember any of the stuff that has happened over the years. Uh, it's just something where, kind of, I, I don't know, I kind of want to do something with that as a looking back over the show's history, both including myself and long before myself. Um, also to the live chat, hello, everybody who's new. So I was going to say welcome, welcome. Um, but yeah, so that's that's just kind of that. Plenty of weeks out, so don't rush or anything, you know, give you time to think about it and and all that good stuff. And we can compile some. Uh, hopefully it it I keep it somewhat reasonable. Um, but yeah, so that's that's really the only behind the scenes stuff. We'll obviously have more as we get closer. Um, that's enough about the show stuff. As for game news, we got patch notes or natch potes as everybody likes to say it where we're getting more hybridization pts has started and all that have you uh delved into that very much uh Loctavian? have you looked into any of the stuff any of the stuff on the horizon you're looking forward to etc cetera, etc cetera, since the reveal so uh big update 33 obviously like you said on the way a lot of great things in that um i do just want to like talk about the reveal a bit so i saw some pushback uh, some animosity from the community when they announced the card game but i actually have to say that to me is huge because an mmo's life span and extended lifespan is really based on what's called lateral systems meaning mm. if you just keep adding in-game content in-game content for the top percentage you don't flesh out the world and have more lateral things for people to do the game eventually just kind of slowly has attrition and i think starting with antiquities moving into companions and now with the card games there's been a huge focus not on new combative systems not on new end game stuff but on lateral systems that makes the game have more layers like antiquities is an amazing thing the card game can be a really amazing thing so that's the thing that actually has me the most hype is the new card game it's not going to carry the expansion but it is another lateral system and i think when you look at a game that's about to come out like lost ark that's been around since 2018 in Korea. The reason that game is so well received and so anticipated here is because they've had a big focus on lateral systems. So that's my biggest thing is I really appreciate the focus on lateral systems because that's what's going to keep the casual players. That's what's going to keep the hardcore players when they're looking for other stuff to do in the game, I feel. Yeah, and I, I've... Um, I've been very curious on how tales of triumph is going to play out once we we get a hold of it also uh the 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 acronym um or the abbreviation is not lost on me that it's also tot which is tales of tamriel as well which is funny because there's also an official tales of tamriel book it the name really has some interesting branding with the actual series which is funny so seo is going to be even more of a nightmare i assume <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I, 
I had mentioned uh, last time that I basically learned magic to play Legends, uh, and now I'm getting ready to learn. People have mentioned uh, Ascension and Dominion and all these things as deck build, so I'll be attempting to learn something new for this. Um, and I'm curious how much I'll get into it, but at the same time, you know, fr from from your perspective, it's reaching to a different group of people again. Yeah which I think helps. Yeah. And that's what I like the most about a lateral system. If you hate antiquities and I see it in the chat and yeah. crying makes my soul bleed. But the thing is, is <laughs> yep. you don't have to do antiquities or maybe you have to do it a little bit if you want a mythic, but you sure. don't have to like really dive into it. Like some people do. And if you don't like companions, you don't really have to have a companion. And the same, same thing's going to go for the card game. And we'll, we'll have to see how it executes, how the, playing against other players works, how the scoring and scoreboards work and all that. But even if it doesn't appeal to you, I think it should appeal to the anybody who even isn't interested in the card game from a perspective of anything that keeps more players in the game, more engaged with the game is going to lead to them. Nobody, very few people do one thing. So if a card game and antiquities keeps more people around, eventually they're maybe going to glide into PVP or into trials or into things like that. Right. I think that's why lateral systems are important is not because they're necessarily going to appeal to 100%, but because they engage with another section or another potential like group of people in the community to keep more people in the world to keep the world alive and breathing. Yes, I and I, I agree with that. And it's just like with everything else in the game, I will, I'll give it a try and see if I like it. And I'll probably farm it for whatever achievements I can get out of it, regardless of how much I like it or don't. Um, but the the big thing is, it's like, oh, I'm willing to give it a try. And if it turns out it's not super my thing, then it's like, okay, well, I already have plenty that I do in-game. If it's a system for, a, you know, 30% of the population, then I don't have to be that 30%. Maybe. I, I might end up liking it. Who the hell knows? Like, I, I haven't tried it, tried it yet, so... I believe uh, I've heard a couple people such as like um, Zynode and uh, Nephis and top in top end players kind of reference like bet trifecta hard mode trials as something that's for like 3% of the population. Yeah. So yeah, if the card game appeals to like 20, 30%, I think that's fine because there's already things that appeal to only like the top percentage. Correct. So that, that's, that's why, that's why it has me excited. It's, it's less the card game and more the, I like the current focus on lateral systems. I also think the lateral systems are good because it does let them focus on quality of life, fixing the server architecture and things like that. And if they're balancing things, the last thing they need is another class, another combat ability. When they're already trying to like stabilize and balance things out, I think that gives them more leeway to focus on fixing that back end. Like they've already kind of announced that they're going to be doing over the next year year and a half for pvp for example right and and kind of to bounce off that and something i believe it was on i don't know it could have been on this show or lorecast i don't know i lose track of stuff at this point um but uh, one thing that i i to, to definitely second that is since they are doing these upgrades uh to try to stabilize some long-standing issues and fix some stuff or whatever um and they're still working from home as well Having a system that is much less timing resource intensive, and what I mean by that is like, you know, active combat, you're going to notice if you get lag in active combat. The example is all of the PvP problems that everybody has. Like, it's because of stuff like that. A, a, a hiccup or a pause or frame drops 
in a card game are not going to be that impactful by comparison. So it's an easier system, I would assume, on resources. So while they're working on that, they haven't put on another resource-intensive activity. So it adds something new, which, great, you know, we'll see how much it appeals to people. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's not a, you know, when Battlegrounds were added, that was a lot to add. Antiquities were much more chill, and this is kind of a much more chill thing as well, which I don't think will be quite as brutal on making sure it works. Because any little hiccups, their big thing will be balancing it, not maintaining that it it, it runs like the same way, you know, a trial or PvP or a dungeon or something like that would be. Um, so there, uh, again, I had mentioned, uh, hybridization is a, is a th- yeah continued thing that they are working with. And I see more and more, uh, from the PTS. I have not played on the PTS myself. Um, people are, uh, I've heard generally positive things about as this continues. Um, so. There's two things that can happen in games when you add in hybridization, and we're going to have to get this a, a wait and see. Mm-hmm. So with World of Warcraft, there's a reason. There's a lot of reasons why the fans there clamored for for classic and things like that. But a big thing you'd hear a lot of content creators talk about with World of Warcraft, ignoring all of the the recent struggles and acquisitions of that, but a, even a couple <laughs> sure. years back, is as they hybridize things, there was this lost feeling where once things get down to just a couple stats, it has this potential to possibly take a lot of the choice and the feeling of different things out of it. Um, so I understand there can be concerns from that. Definitely see how seen how that worked in a game like uh, World of Warcraft. But on the same hand, ESO does a really great job of having sets all have these different abilities that mix yeah. and match. So I feel like hybridization of more of the stats over time could end up being a really good thing and allow people who are doing uh, concept builds or theory crafting or putting together builds focus more on the abilities of the set and less have to worry about, well, I like this ability, but I can't use this ability because it doesn't give me this or that. Sure. If it just has those other stats hybridized, I think it theoretically, again, this is all theory, can lead to an increase in the ability to like have more customization, which I like. Yeah, I, and I, I will, uh, I you know, for, from my limited understanding of... Uh, MMOs outside ESO, I will definitely kind of agree with that, at least from what I've seen. Um, Because again, a lot of the, the, your setups and stuff, it's like, you've got your class and then it's really just once we were allowed to kind of like mix and match a little more. I mean, and it's been going like this a little by little where it was one Tamriel. So the set's that you used to blow past just because of levels suddenly, well, now you can use these at every, any, any level because you can get the gear to drop at any level. And it was about, well, what combo of sets do you like? What, what buffs and debuffs do you get off these or, or procs that do the thing? And it's like, okay, that, that, then you started to get some variety and now they've been leaning into this, like, okay, well now, now we're going to have it be like, well, the sets aren't just this is a Magicka set or a Stamina set. It's a this is based on it does this and we're going to read what you do and base your damage or healing or tanking off that stat. And it's a base idea to the set. 
Yeah, uh, it's a it's a it's a crit set or it's a sustain set. Exactly. A damage set versus yeah, specifically it's a magic a crit set or a stamina right. sustain set. It's it's more about this is a set that gives you sustain and also if you get this many pieces you get this ability and stuff. Sure. And 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 that's just it. It's like that's that's provided some good variety so far as as things have changed like that. Um and and I definitely like it and I'll actually get into one specific uh thing that I, I i haven't i was kind of goofing around with and then i really started doing it with the achievement system coming up where they're going to uh uni- universally have it become across all players which you know i i've got there's been some great videos uh done ironically in in the episode where both nefis and skinny were on uh the show they have both released an individual video uh kind of discussing their ideas and we had a great discussion on it last week. And for the sake of uh, some people asking or podcast not being for everybody, uh, I, I might actually just snip out my like 11 minute bit on I love this, but they could do this better. And I kind of hope they do to f- make it better for everybody, um, because I think there's a way to make everybody almost happy with this i mean most people are pretty pot like there's very few people who don't like the system coming up but there's some bits to it that i think could be better um so yeah if i was going to have a council of talking heads who understand theory crafting and can read words on a piece of paper (laughs) and just suddenly like put it together um like a beautiful mind you just named two of them nephews and skinny are are pretty brilliant at being able to do that so if you right. if you've gotten detail, they're much more gifted in that department than me. And then they're really, really big brained about um how that all kind fits together, will fit together, and could fit together. Yeah. And and I definitely share a lot of what they they seem to think. And we all have like a little variation on a couple things, and they had a couple ideas that it's God, oh, I didn't even think of that because ours was like a day after we recorded, after that whole thing was announced. So it was like, yeah, we, we, you know, they had a little more time to think on it and come up with stuff a little better than I had originally. I was like, okay, I like this. But, like, you know, there's a lot of potential there and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I'm going to be getting into the fact that I, I've actually been playing on an alt recently, more than usual, uh, as I as I don't super play on an alt. It was, it's just, but, oh, my God, I... Uh, I you know, I've I found it a whole different part of the game that I've really been enjoying as of late, which I, I'm very pleased about. Um, also, along with, you know, that whole goodness, the Daedric War celebration ended and the next event that we have on the horizon, we don't have an exact date yet, is no longer called Mid-Year Mayhem. Um, it's now going to be White Strikes Mayhem. Uh, yeah, White, White Snakes 80s Metal Tour. I mean, White Strikes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and every time you log in, uh, it will be the theme done to uh, guitars. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. I just, what, I, 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 every time I, I, it's, I, I'm on stream, I can't, I say White Snake, and I'm like, White no, sna- I, White Strike. White Strike, yeah. No, but... That's just hey, whatever. You can listen to White Snake while powering around in Cyrodiil. Yeah, I, I I get the I get the I get the name change for Laura. Also, Mid Year Mayhem's no longer Mid Year Mayhem. It's a, a twice a year thing that's not necessarily at the middle of the year. Anymore. Yeah, and and you know, I'm sure at this point, uh, everyone at Zoss who heard my 
saying beginning year, mid year mayhem was really tired of that stupid phrase that I kept saying because I was so annoyed by the uh, there were two of them. I was happy there were two of them because it's my favorite event. But at the same time, me saying beginning year, mid year mayhem every time, it's like, okay, we need something better because that's so stupid. <laughs> like, stop calling it that. Um, but yeah, lore wise, it's like, okay, cool. I like this. It'll be the same as. Uh, you know, all, all previous mid-year mayhems, uh, unless there's anything they haven't announced yet about it. We, we don't know. This will be the first White Strikes mayhem incoming. Um, but I assume it'll be toward the end of the month. Uh, the only thing that I wish was happening time-wise, but I mean, it's, it's not going to, unless the event is comically long, which uh, I, I can't imagine will be that. I, I feel like they have standardized event length. Yes. I think, I think we start on a Thursday, yep. we go through a full week. We end very uh, early on a Tuesday. Uh, on a Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we will not have the update 30 what is this update 33 right 33 yeah that's what i thought update 33 we won't have that uh out so unfortunately the fix to battlegrounds game modes will not be there until after the event so i i need i need to segue on this really quick <laughs> yes. so um i am recently more into pvp i've been inching into it as i've been on pc sure. i did a bunch of battlegrounds recently on a stream and people were giving me advice and I, I felt like i was slowly kind of getting this concept of of how it works and that's exciting and things like that but the thing that always got me to do battlegrounds back on playstation the thing i really like i understand the core pvp community loves deathmatch sure do um but the at, but the current system obviously isn't going to fix and that's it's really frustrating because there's achievements talking yeah. about hunting achievements that are for those types of games and testing it off stream i think painted over 30 and i did around 26 before i hit one non-deathmatch with the current system so yeah. yeah it's a unfortunately white strikes would be a bunch of death there's nothing again nothing wrong with a deathmatch i just i do enjoy those other games it's just it's unfortunate that they're not gonna yeah, be there. And I, I that's been a longstanding issue with myself as like, I need like a few more relic carrier kills to get my defensive medal. Well, okay, I can't remember the last time I played capture the relic. So let alone get get a kill in that mode. Um, stuff like that. It's it's like, I'm very, very happy that that is uh, that modes getting f addressed so that we can play all of the modes uh ideally uh, at least on some type of rotation but yeah it is it is a bit of a bummer that that gets fixed after the pvp event i was like damn it i'm gonna be in pvp like non-stop i would love to be able to work on those at the same time but what are you gonna do uh at least it's coming uh, it, it is what it is yeah. uh I'm definitely much more concerned about getting my fifth star and I just need 3.5 million AP, I think, next event. And I become a Grand Overlord, which is going to be my focus more than individual game modes things. I'm just probably going to be trucking around that, in Cyrodiil. That, that's what got me into PvP as I, I'm, I'm sitting there. I got my Vedishrim black. I got my other blacks. And there's this beautiful, gorgeous <laughs> matte black at 30 one or 33 million ap legate so, something uh, yeah the, the legate black I, I know it's i know it's i know it's plus i know it's 30 million and then the ones if i'm gonna get up to 33 million then i mean i might as well get into pvp enough yeah. in 2022 <laughs> right I, I can if i can get every die except for emperor you know that's that that's kind of become the goal because uh fashion is my end game and i i need 
those dies and I need those achievements. I need them. Yeah, that's that's my big thing is um I that it, it's funny cuz I again talk about like how people play things for such different reasons and it's so funny because like until you hear all the other ways people play it sometimes it just it doesn't click and uh it was funny because i i remember what I, when i hit leg it originally and i was in a, one of my trials group and i showed up showed up and everybody noticed that my symbol had changed just because it, it does your symbol next to your name or whatever and i was talking to somebody who was in my bgs when i hit it and a bunch of people were like oh my god you got leg it black and i'm like what what is Legget Black? And everybody's like, "Wait, you you made it to that rank in PvP? You don't you didn't do it for Legget Black?" I was like, "I don't what what is Legget?" They're like, "It's the amazing black dye color you get when you reach the rank of Legget." I was like, yeah. "Oh, <laughs> it's like no Venus, idea." <laughs> Venus shrimp black is shiny, has a purple tint to it. Is a gorgeous black they added, but Legget Black is the true matte black got it and yeah especially on especially on hard materials like leathers it looks it looks like you want like every other black is a little bit too light if you want a leather jacket look on your leather yeah the best okay yeah and that's it that's what i was told i was like oh man i was like totally me getting there that it's something for somebody uh something totally different as a reason because i was just grinding up the levels um yeah and the uh, the other thing mentioned uh you know in chat from soldier ron i didn't realize you'd be playing all team death matches yeah for the most part with the way the current system is um Back on the Red Diamond Courier episode, I forget which one offhand number that was of the show. Um, shout out to Dogged Bark, who like basically did some quick math on it. And the, the chance that you would get anything except Team Deathmatch is hysterically low, being that you're all in the same pool. So just as a quick thing, the idea is um, there is the Team Deathmatch pool, and then there is the All Other Objectives pool. Um, which, which is, is also the deathmatch pool, right? And that's the thing: is team deathmatch is in the objectives pool, so it's they're separated, but only sort of. So there's an only team deathmatch, and then there's all game modes is the problem. And when that happens, if you you need twelve people to all queue within the acceptable time period in the all object all, all game modes queue. And the game needs to roll, then not team deathmatch. If anyone rolls during that period and they queued just team deathmatch for the sake of trying to not people keep people in queue, well, it could be that it like it could be eleven people in one queue and one in team deathmatch queue. It's going to give you team deathmatch for the sake of speeding up the queue. <laughs> and um, the other thing that has been pointed out a number of times is also defaults to deathmatch so if you don't know to necessarily switch it if you maybe you're new yes. to, up to battlegrounds and things like that the default is deathmatch so people also just kind of end up in that queue for that reason but yeah it's um when they separated them before they were truly separate yes and then there's a lot of complaints that people who want to do objective things your wait time could be 45 50 minutes right. or more yep i kind of almost preferred that to the current system because even even if I was waiting an hour, at least I was getting kind of the type of game. But yeah, it's it's uh, they're trying their best, but it's it's a really difficult thing to to, to mitigate. Yeah, um, it it's 
it's a lot. Uh, it's it's definitely like it's it's been a weird situation and has just resulted in not so great results for anybody wanting to play anything else um so which again if if you're doing it for uh, other i just prefer other game modes personally um i'm fine with team deathmatch but being that i'm not a dps main uh that's not really anything i i i contribute less in just team deathmatch than i can in objectives like i prefer the strategy of trying to figure out how my to get my team to win rather than i'm gonna just fuck up the other players more yeah i'm the same i'm not, I was, i've been the same way i'm staying playing games like halo and stuff like that too where i like objectives uh more and i just there's something um in chat for for audio listeners where neonato said i got chaos ball game um and ended earlier because everyone quit which is another unfortunate thing that can happen if you manage to get an objective game is if you have one person who just preferred to get deathmatch they'll they can just quit the game and yeah yeah exactly and and then, and then that one and then that needle in a haystack is gone again yeah and and you know neo neo actually this uh from chat he's, he's actually one of the people from my uh uh perfect a team and basically it seems like if neo isn't running with us neo lives in bgs so i always like to check with what his situation how many games of not team deathmatch did you get because <laughs> that's his bread and butter type of thing so like he's had some interesting experiences in there um but yeah again still very excited for the event i do just wish that happened to get fixed beforehand what are you gonna do well it's it's it, it is what it is it's not, it's not the end of the world um the other thing news wise that i think is kind of worth mentioning is there is a board game that was announced from chip theory um it was actually announced a little ways back but they've kind of done a little more information on it uh it's called uh the betrayal of the second era uh they've kind of been slowly rolling out more information on it you can check out all there is from it on the uh elder scrolls online website any uh do you play board games do you have any input on this type of deal um i have a shelf behind me with uh 70 plus uh niche board games i even have <laughs> the um the elder scrolls not the elder scrolls online but the elder scrolls game they have with like the armies um yes. and things like that um, yeah from modifius yeah yeah um so um i am i am all for niche style board games um and, and the i have i'm not familiar with the other games from the company that's developing um the new i'm not familiar with chip theory sure um but they are a really respectable company so i feel like putting the property behind a company that knows how to make board games that is is a really really neat thing yeah um it's another one of those things that i'll be very curious um to to see um kind of how, how it plays out i'll probably try to i'm not the biggest board game person although i'm totally fine with it um so i'll, I'll be very curious to kind of check it out and see what it, what it is when it's finally released uh it is neat that they've been kind of expanding out into some different things because prior to like the minis you had mentioned um you know and a couple goofy off the wall things like everybody has a version of monopoly well yeah the skyrimopoly type of deal whatever yeah, yeah. but but there's like the board game and then they've done some other games like you know legends was a card game that type of thing that they're expanding out in different directions prior to that the real big thing was just like there were the two novels and they didn't take off but it was also a different time type of thing and 
I've mentioned that I personally like the novels, and I think they do contribute a decent amount, but they're more the novels. Yeah. So, okay. So, have you read them both? I have. Okay, perfect. So, uh, I'm actually curious because a, a lot of people haven't. Um, so, I'll be curious to see like may, anything you have maybe as an opinion on them. I enjoyed them quite a bit, um, but they definitely seemed like somebody who was contracted to write something for the series rather than a fan of the series writing something for the series. That is, um, that's 100% my opinion. So there's, um, before obviously the the new Star Wars canon back when what's now called Star Wars Legends, there was books that were written by authors who were passionate about Star Wars, writing Star Wars stories. But at the same time, they would get really popular authors to write like novelizations of between the books of the Clone Wars or uh, of, of the movies and stuff. And the books came off like those where it's really good authors, but they're not necessarily passionate like wanting to write stories in the universe as much as contacted authors like you said to write within the universe which doesn't make them bad but it's not the same feel as somebody who just was diving in to expand the lore and the world in the same ways yeah and and as a result of that um i think the author was kind of probably nudged toward like hey involve this or this with umbriel and you know there there are definitely some some solid anchors in the series but i've always said that it is a book series that if you like the elder scrolls as a series um you will enjoy this as a as a companion piece of media if you just pick up these books it will un it will un it's unlikely that it will bring you into the rest of the series you kind of already are a fan if you're going to get into it not the other way around if you read all the 500 plus pieces of written literature throughout Skyrim and other games and the 4,000 plus pieces of lore scattered throughout Elder Scrolls Online and you're digging and scratching for every little piece of information like someone like I am. Again, that's why I, I, I love the books. But like you said, no one's going to read it and go, I need to jump into the Elder Scrolls. But if you're real invested in the Elder Scrolls, like it's a it, like you said, a nice companion piece. It's It's definitely supports the people already into it versus introduces new people to it yeah um so you know that's that's fine and all but it, it's definitely like you know it's it's a different bit of media and i feel like if they were to do novels now they would take a different approach um but again uh, they are definitely not without merit. Um, honestly, there's audiobook versions uh, that you can get all sorts of different places. I really enjoyed those because when I say I read the books, I listened to them at work like a podcast. <laughs> um, and I really enjoyed them. I actually thought the narration was very, very good. Um, uh, some of the pronunciation is kind of funny. Um, but, but again, I, I really liked it. I thought it had some very good characters. And, you know, the series as a whole has good characters, obviously, um, but to me, it's always been more of the environment rather than the characters. So having those novels be very, very character driven was a little peculiar for me at first. And then I liked the way it ended up tying in. And then later on in the series, it, surprisingly, the series does not forget about the books like it doesn't forget about some of the weird games. Like there's definitely nods to them. Uh, throughout the series yeah. that a lot of people probably just don't see. Yeah, the the general approach to storytelling in Elder Scrolls has always been the 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 cosmic to the macro to the micro. It has very amazing character-driven stories in ESO and in the other games, but it starts with 
this dragon, we'll even, we can go to Skyrim, this <laughs> right. dragon was sent forward in time. This is the legend. <laughs> exactly. This is the massive war. This is what's going on. This is the source. And then it gets a little further down. Each city-state is going through these things. And then it gets down, and then it gets to the character. It usually doesn't start with the character and expand the world like something like a, a Wheel of Time or something like this is, sure. does in a storytelling. It, it starts from here, and then you get amazing characters who interact within it. Yep. But yeah, having them be character driven is a is is a little odd because we're used to Elder Scrolls being introduced almost on this grand scale and like slowly the camera pans down onto right your little contribution to the whole yeah. event. Yeah, very much so. Very yeah. much so. Um, any other news stuff that you can think of other than there's some crown store stuff shifting, which I personally don't go super into. Is there anything specifically out of the crown store you're super interested in coming up? So before we go to that, I do want to say a little bit because we're talking about books and stuff. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm going to, again, we'll compare to another game, another property. Um, League of Legends has been League of Legends forever, but all of a sudden they're making a 2D fighting game. They're made yes. an amazing animated show. You don't I have to about, know League of Legends to understand. I heard about Kane. the animated show is like hugely popular. People like love it. So they're taking this world, but they're doing it with in-house studios and stuff. And they're doing it with people who love it, which has made me think about um, the books. And I think something that Elder Scrolls is right for, in addition to books from people who are passionate about it. Or even if you look at something like The Witcher, where Henry Cavill makes a great Geralt because he's passionate about the right. series. I kind of feel like Elder Scrolls as we drift into board games and card games is rife as a property. If Microsoft, Bethesda, Cinemax, all deem it. So to that would bring people in. You can do an anthology based series where each season's a different era, a different region. Sure. Introduce people through an animated series or through a live action show. And I, I don't know, like no, nothing's been announced like that, but when you see things like the halo show and arcane and all these things, that that's, it gets talked about a lot in my chat recently. And I think, it's rife for that. And I think if they really wanted to expand and bring people more into the Elder Scrolls universe, looking at possibly expanding into a show, because there are definitely more eyes on Riot and League of Legends. And League of Legends is booming again because people were introduced to it through a show. Kind of like you said, no one's going to read the current books and go, I need to know more about Elder Scrolls. Right. With Arcane, they are with League of Legends. So that's, yeah. I just wanted to bring that up. And there's nothing announced about that. This is just well, a random brainstem from that that is like, I think games are a good sign i think if they expand into other media they could get more eyes further into the product because it's rife for that whereas there's people who might not be intimidated might be intimidated by a game on the scale of like a skyrim or a game on the scale of elder scrolls online who might be more enticed if they saw a series and went well that lore is cool that story is cool right and and actually to to kind of go with that um there's the fallout show like sister sister series mm-hmm. you know to that there that is finally like getting going uh i mean it seemed like covid kind of botched the whole initial push for that but right. but i was gonna say that that's in the works and you know that both elder scrolls and fallout kind of uh, push in the same direction but from different genres like it's the same type of game but two different settings um and the other thing kind of to your point of like oh well you you know you could do these different eras or something like that the one thing that i've always thought would be very very cool is you could take one of the non-main plots and turn mm-hmm. that into a mini series very very easily the one that i always thought would be fascinating and it would be like it, you could just use the information that was there. Players would know 
how it plays out, but not the fine details, the entirety of the betrayal of Nerevar uh, and the battle at Red Mountain. That is cinematic gold. <laughs> That's why I said anthology, because you chose like American Horror Story right. or True Detective can be different. So yeah, you have the, the battle at Red Mountain and the betrayal of Nerevar and all that stuff. Uh, and then another season, you can have stuff dealing with uh, the rise of Tiber, uh, Tiber Septum or these yeah. things that we know about that wouldn't unveil all this extra lore have to be like, you know, show that, but would would lead into things like we know what happened. But yeah, like you said, there's they're cinematic goal because we know what happened, but we could see it play out. Um, right. And with the unreliable detail and, and the unreliable narrator thing gives it some room for interpretation, which is a lot of criticisms that shows get. Oh, why'd you condense this? Oh, why'd you do this? And I get it because um, sometimes when they make, you know, changes, I'm like, eh, if I if I already know the background to something, um, you know, happened with Game of Thrones, happens with The Witcher, happens, happens with everything and Wheel of Time, stuff like that. So it's like I, I definitely get it. Um, but with the unreliable narrator, which is not entirely unique to the series, but the degree that they do it is pretty unique to the series. It would be interesting to be like, well, this is the interpretation of it doesn't mean that it's absolutely set in stone. As long as they cover the main plot points, a lot of it can still be up for interpretation. Well, yeah. And from a cinematic standpoint, you don't have to set that. Let's go with the betrayal. Never. It doesn't have to be set from the perspective of anyone. Sothasil or the Nerevar. If you right. insert a character that's kind of our insert, it it has that unreliable narrative thing because this is a tale that was was told from this person's perspective so their perspective you know there's things that could be missed and things like that and you can keep that unreliable narrator so it's not like oh they messed this up because it's from that kind of perspective yeah exactly and th there's so many different different things like uh, you know they, they just they they would have so so much to work with uh so i i personally would love that and then like i said each of the seasons you wouldn't even need to watch a previous season to necessarily Oh, have you seen, you know, have you seen the Elder Scrolls Chronicles or whatever? It's like, okay, yeah. Well, do I have to watch the first five seasons? No, each story is independent of each other. It's all in the same timeline, but they're jumped all over the place, um, which is a way the series works anyway. So it, even that would fall into line. And that's why I always thought that that would work if the more I, I rack my brain on Because, yeah, that's works so well for like another good example is like the Haunting of Hill House, the Haunting of Bl Blind yes, Manor. Again, Blind Manor yep. Like, and if you want to have some consistency through line with different different things, you can do what they do with those shows, which is yep. you can reuse actors in different roles because nobody goes, sure. oh, that's the same character. Like, I just I just feel like it's it's right for that. I feel like that could bring people in. And I think the real thing that got us speaking is there is movement on the Fallout show that is a property owned by, right. you know, Bethesda up to Zenimax up through through Microsoft, which means... You know, and they're making a Halo show, so there is the potential there sure. for it to happen. And and you know, if it does well, we might see this. I I mean, if it totally bombs, they might not. That's true. Yeah, I was gonna say some of the Halo ventures have been. Uh, well, let's just say I don't like the Halo ventures in in cinema. I like oh, Halo. Sure. I don't like their cinema versions. <laughs> yeah, I just I, it was just interesting talking about board games in the books made me think like that's no, and, and that's like, actually a very good point. Um, and so, yeah, I, I love that expanding out of the universe to different things, as you can probably tell from the physical 
stuff behind me. It's like I have a literal fridge from Fallout that's an actual fridge that's a new Coca-Cola fridge, but it's like I keep energy drinks and beer in it. So, like, it all that extra stuff, I love that crap. It's so much fun. Like, that, I, I like real-life equivalents of things uh, fr- from series I like, not even necessarily ju- just Elder Scrolls or Fallout, like any of that stuff. Uh, so, yeah, de- definitely agreed there wholeheartedly. Um, but, yeah, so I guess, yeah, any, any other news-related, anything you're looking forward to on the horizon that uh, we haven't jumped into? Yeah, like, I, as much as I do pay attention to the housing and crown crates, I like my Gamba um, yeah. <laughs> and all of that. Um, yeah, there, I mean, there is new stuff that's going to, for sale it's yep. epic and amazing as it always is but it's i think the only other thing i want to talk about because we we touched on a little bit is uh account-wide achievements are a huge thing because you were talking about playing yes. on an alt you are like me where your main is your main and you play it the most because well if you're gonna get all the achievements you want to have you want to open up the achievement score counter and see your number yes because that's... you don't want to have to add up your numbers across Correct. your characters figure it out so account-wide achievements i feel is a very good thing for the game because players like you players like me there's a lot of players like that i now no longer have to go well i need to figure out how to make this character do this thing because i can do that (laughs) on an alt embrace my alt to do that thing knowing that the number will be fed into the bigger achievement number and i don't have to feel like i can't play on my alt right now because i need to put another thousand points on this uh, achievement score please right and and Yes, uh, that that's like a big thing. And, you know, what I was talking about, uh, which I'll probably try to do that clip thing for people. I don't view and everybody does things differently, which is why I kind of like the idea of of kind of like having it just unlock across all your characters is is one way of doing something. I really thought if they were ever going to do something like this, which I'm not going to lie, I just straight up didn't think they were going to ever do anything like this. I've always thought it was peculiar without going totally down the path of talking about this all over again. I, I, yeah, sorry to, to drink. No, 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 no. But it, it, it's something that I, I seriously do kind of like, I always view this as a player profile. Like, what do you do? Like, what did you accomplish? Did you earn immortal redeemer we'll go with just that did you earn immortal redeemer it's yes you used it you did it on that character but like that doesn't mean like yeah that's that's fine and i'm fine with you knowing which character you did it on but as a player if you're on some character that has like 413 430 points or whatever it's like oh i've only done fishing in the rift and like some quest it's like well yeah but you as a person have done Immortal Redeemer. You, you granted you yeah. did it on a different character, but like I would like to know what you as a person also did. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say the the achievement is not my character's achievement. I mean, I use the character to do it, but like you're saying, to me, a lot of times the achievements are that's what I have accomplished, and I want to be able to show what I've accomplished in the game. R- right, and that's why like my proposed thing is, is much more of you should have. As opposed to just giving the achievement to everybody, um, I thought if they were to ever do this, they would have a master, like, here is the the profile's achievement count, and it is made out of all of the achievements. Right. And each character has their own personal achievement thing, so that you can keep track of it, you can earn stuff on whatever you want. It doesn't kill the incentive of, I like earning something over and over and over again. That's totally fine. Um... But in that case, it would be the, um, 
you would have a master file to tell you all of the stuff that you earned. I honestly thought if they ever were going to do this, and again, I also thought that the closest we get to account-wide achievements was Lucky Ghost's two-part emote that said account-wide achievements, to be honest. <laughs> that <laughs> I would stay the meme. Yeah. I, I, I honestly always thought it would also go the, the profile way where I could have a profile. There's my profile. Here's all the achievements. Like you said, individual achievements across the the character still. Right. And, and that would kind of... Uh, help with some of the the problem of people liking to earn stuff multiple times or knowing which character they earned it on or whatever because that might not matter to me personally but they shouldn't i'm also understanding of well yeah but if that's your thing that's what you like to do there's no reason to take that away from you either when there is kind of a solution around it yeah um but I think um, I again, this is speculative. I don't I don't work for Zenimax. There's nothing that confirms this. I speculate based on the achievements that aren't account wide because they're tied to things like gaining skill points and things like that yes. and how they're doing this system uh, and how part of doing account wide achievements is making sure all your characters have titles. I feel like this also might be one of those convoluted back end system things they never thought they'd have to do. Correct. And to make it they to make it work, they have to do it this way. And again, there's nothing that confirms that, but it kind of feels like looking into it, that might be why it, they went this way versus a different way. Is this the easiest way to get here? Yes, I, I think you might be right. Um so and and they might just not have accounted for maybe some of these other thoughts, or it's like, oh well, it's gonna be true. they also might they also might not have accounted for somebody who wants to go out and be like i have um trifecta yeah, every dungeon in the game on nine characters co correct um but you know it's there for those people who want so uh, also there's still time to work on this so like you know sure. that, it, it, that's what pts it, is for <laughs> yeah it's to, it's to give feedback so that's yeah so i i hope not so much for myself personally but for people that do uh, like that type of thing i hope there's like a, a an intro like a, maybe a happy medium they can come up with along those lines um to, to to allow both groups to be happy because again i've seen very little straight up not liking the system it's you either like the system as it is or you don't care entirely because you just don't give a shit about any of this stuff or it's like i like it and I'm glad that it's a universal thing, but it could be better. Like, it's like I'm, one of those three for the most part. See, for me, I am a collector. So the things that I like about it is having my titles I unlock available on all my characters is like we already have, which are all of our dyes, all of our motifs are available on all of yep. our characters. The, skins. And the other thing is a, the other thing, the, the skins, the other thing is the achievement furnishings. And this seems like a little a, a simple thing because it's only an extra couple logins and logouts, but it will be nice if I'm decorating on a character not to go, which character has X achievement, so I can go to this achievement furniture and buy that. I can just take whatever character and go buy them. So there's, I see the convenience in it, but I also understand there is people who like to have their individual characters yep. obtain the different achievements as well. Absolutely, absolutely. So, And then, of course, there's the people who are just like, I don't look at achievement points past 
the unlocks I get. I don't care what the number is. I'm just going <laughs> right. to do this or that for this unlock. Right. And to be fair, if it, they didn't have numbers, I probably wouldn't be too distraught over that. My thing is just I don't like any of those little boxes not being checked. <laughs> I just like it. And then like the numbers is a great way of just tallying up. Oh, well, how close am I to all of them? <laughs> I gain I gain absolutely nothing killing 500 livestock. There's no eye color. There's no title. There's no achievement finishing. There is no logical reason to do it. It is five achievement points. Yep. But you're going to be damned if I'm not going to pick up 500, five, five achievement points. Co correct. Because um, it gave me a number. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's the same thing with, uh, there's a couple real pieces of crap in Moon Hunter Keep. Um, the, there's some uh, strangling cowardice is real oh, yeah, awful. The, 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 yeah, the 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 offshoot vet uh, dungeon one. Some of those are yeah. Yes, um, yeah. Some of the and the one that I constantly joke about uh is, is cubed, which is just a living nightmare for anybody who hasn't um hasn't tried cubed. Cubed is five points, I believe. Uh, I don't think it's even 10. I'm, I'm almost positive cubed is five points. And uh, in Moongrave Fane, uh, which again, point, points for creativity, and I had mentioned this before, uh, points points for creativity with the with the sliding cubes mechanic, the blocks thing, um, but also never I hate do the cubes. Yeah, I was going to say, but also never do that again. Um, <laughs> because it's, it's, uh, it's, it's neat that it's different. It's bad because it's awful. Um, <laughs> I'm happy they tried something new. If they didn't try something new, we wouldn't have the grappling mechanic, which to correct, honest, which I love. Fun. Yeah, yeah, I, which I, I love. And they they were they elsewhere in Southern Elsewhere is where we got grappling and also cubes. It, yes. Um, <laughs> so uh, I um I think if you we get the good because because of the bad. Yes. Um, um, Ron in a chat brings up something I also think is good, which is achievement numbers are a good reason to tie rewards. To the I, have, I think yes. it would be awesome. Like if I get to X number, having a reward tied to it, I think would. I think the agreed. Awesome. I'm surprised they've never done something with that. Like, oh, you cleared 40,000. You can you unlock this thing for four. And then there's so many avenues you can do. Well, maybe not quite that high uh, because that's 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 well, a lot but i mean even that high whatever well, you, you you could you could have some, like people love to show off like the rarer the cosmetic not rarity because of like artificial scarcity or because of crown crates but because this personality this skin this mount is hard really to get. hard to get <laughs> you want to put that on because you want people walking around town to see it so yeah having something that's like i cleared forty thousand or forty two thousand. that's this like rare thing that you have to put in that level of work to get would be cool because those people could walk around people go Wow, that person puts in it's a like, lot of war. And, <laughs> yeah. and there's there's multiple avenues. It doesn't need to just be end game like, oh, I, I do all the trifectas or perfectas or, or whatever. No. It's like you can, I went out fishing and nuked Cyrodiil and I like to explore. So I've got all the sky shards and I have all the quests and stuff like that. It's like there would be multiple ways to reach it, which is encouraging all sorts of different play styles type of thing as well. Um, so, so yeah, the, the, the cumulative number to, to Ron's point is absolutely, I'm surprised they've never done some type of reward to that, like tying it to that. Um, oh. But yeah, and also in case we didn't make it clear, uh, the cubes put please never again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, never. no, no more cubes. I, I was, I was doing uh, elsewhere full zone clears recently on stream, and I'd never done southern elsewhere because that's when I left console and I didn't come back till right before Markarth. Got it. And so I encountered the cubes for, for the first time, and uh, I kept <clears throat> even the cubes are just for the questing. normal like yeah. questing. I was just like I keep miss hitting them, and I'd be like. 
Oh, God, I hate these cubes. Oh, oh yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and and we, it, it, it's kind Thanks of funny. trying something new, but no more cubes. Exactly. And um, the, the cubed achievement, um, which I do know is li- literally considered, at least on the forums, one of the most infuriating achievements. Uh, Neo with the table flip emote. Um, what you need to do to get cubed um, is in Moongrave Fane, uh, the dungeon, on Veteran, you need to fight the Gargoyle boss with these little Flame Spout geysers. And there are two cubes. And what you need to do during that fight is you need to cover three geysers in three seconds. Oh, no. It is awful because oh, you have no. to get one over one and you need to baseball bat the other one across two basically with it it's just and obviously since it's on vet you can't just get slapped in the face by anything like you got to be somewhat careful even with like a, a good build you got to be somewhat careful because there's uh individual enemies popping up around the thing you've got the main boss and then you're trying to time that you've got to get you know yourself lined up so you can actually do that in enough time and the other problem which is something that is there's two types of achievements, and this is getting real nitpicky, and we'll move on for the achievement thing after this. There are two types of achievements. Ones that pop the second they are done. The second one is things that pop once the fight is complete. Right. This is the third boss. To do three cubes on the third boss in three seconds, and also make sure you do that while succeeding on the fight. Yes, because it will not pop mid-fight when you do it. It will pop right. post-fight. So you don't find out if you did it right until after the fight's over, at which point you need to restart the dungeon if it did not. It is just oh, a... Oh, because right, because you, you couldn't even... Find out if you up. did it. Oops, it was four seconds. So, oops, it was four seconds. Correct. I need to do it. <laughs> just, just awful. Just fucking awful, man. It is, it is not... It's not a good time. It's not a good time. Uh, I, I don't... I don't suggest that one for real. Uh, it's, it's rough. I'll have to get it. Yeah, and that's just it. We're, we're we're prepping ourselves to give it another shot. We did try for about three hours once, and there were a couple. One of them, because we did frame-by-frame frame VODs to figure out how we didn't get it. Uh, one of the VODs, if I remember correct correctly, we technically did it in 3.2 seconds. Um, so we were, we did do it in three seconds because a fourth second hadn't clicked over. But when we did the frame by frame, it was over three seconds. So it does not count because just because it doesn't click four seconds doesn't mean it's three seconds or less. It was just, uh, uh, right. The timer ends. Uh, okay. Well, that's, uh, it's a real nightmare. It's a real nightmare. Uh, (laughs) so yeah, that one is, uh, yep. Yep. It's, Uh, and the, the, Oh. Yeah, no, that's, that's oh. one. I'm not excited. I'm not excited for that. No, that um, that one's I, rough. Now, I, I I'm now feeling like maybe emperors in my future even before, and I'm not a PvP. <laughs> Damn. Um, yeah. Um. And the last thing, the last thing about the upcoming uh, patch 33, I want to bring up because I think it's this very, very, very cool. I don't know if it's patch 33 or if it's the um, actual release, but I think it's pa- um, patch 33, which is. I love that they're adding starting, hopefully this leads to more stuff, an outfit style 
to PvP. That is not something that you can just be sold on the vendors. Yes. Because back to, back to getting things that are special, back sure. to achievement points should unlock things. I feel like there is more pull to PvP if they have cool things that are linked just to PvP that they get to walk around and say, I'm a PvPer, I got this, not I have a lot of gold, so I bought this from this PvPer to make them rich because I want to own it, which is yeah. most of the things from pvp that i have correct i was gonna say there, there's uh the, the big one obviously is the um i don't know the bikini thong thing that everybody always likes to get i don't know what it's <laughs> called uh the actual costume name but uh timber crow maybe something like that something like that yes yeah, so, something along those lines uh that everybody <laughs> likes to get uh which is a pvp well it's actually a pve in pvp zone thing yeah. if i remember correctly so it's not even technically pvp um there, there's that and this, there there was the one actually the there's one in the crown store which is always funny uh the 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 discount version you can be a fabricant a silver one but then if you get the drop from the vet asylum sanctorum plus two trial there's a very 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 low chance that a coffer will drop that has a gold polymorph uh and you can sell it um and and that's just it i always assumed people bought it for the longest time and then i realized that uh when when i was working you know toward my immortal redeemer with people if if anybody dropped them it was all about like everybody in the group's like, no, nah, I want to drop that because I want three million dollars. That's what I want to do. I don't want to wear it. I want to, I want to sell it for three million dollars to somebody else who wants it. I was like, oh, okay. So the people earning it aren't often even the time the people wearing it sometimes, which I thought was kind of yeah. interesting because to your point, you can sell it, um, which is neat because it does do something for the economy, but also having some that are locked to you earning it is also neat like the, the inflation both. in the economy is out of control and we need more gold sinks oh my god yeah you pc folk uh scare me um with chromium with... i i don't gold jewelry because one chromium <laughs> plating has officially reached two hundred and eighty-five thousand. see that to get to, that to... means the gold that means it's a million million gold to gold of jewelry so why oh. gold my jewelry for the because I'm not doing that tiny, tiny it's, percent. Yeah, content it, where it the, is like the, a half a percent matters. of quality. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I'm not at that point of content where that matters. So, yeah, I'm just making millions off Chromium. But, but the the economy. When I talk to people who are on console, I'm like, oh yeah, economy, economy bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, 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 like as as a comparison. Also, uh, Ron, thank you. It's the Timber Crow Wanderer. So we were close. Yeah. Oh my uh, bad. My bad. It's, it, it's since the only... last time I sold it's up to three thirty. Um, oh, so now it's, so three hundred and thirty per chromium. Fifty since last time I sold, which was admittedly of like a month ago. So 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 on console ballparking wise, uh, it's it's about seventy k for for a chromium. What, what's funny is that's how much it was when I started October twenty twenty <laughs> when I moved to PC. It was about eighty five. Uh, yeah, and and the, and the one that I'm always uh, mesmerized by is looking at the crown to gold conversion. If you're selling crowns um, with the tamriel, oh, it's over. It's over two thousand on PCNA most of the time. Yeah, and and, 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 I, I, and I know I play, EU's I even wackier. My, I've heard. Um, yeah, and uh, PlayStation members of my community um, are like a hundred. A hundred. Oh, they're like they're like sometimes I got to do sometimes sometimes it's inflated. I have to make 
200 uh, yeah and, and that's just it you generally yeah generally the standard is 100 um if, if, if you're if if it's low you'll get to 110 120 sometimes and if things are really flooded it'll be 90 uh but i i always offer like because that's how i get a lot of my stuff and i'm just like oh yeah 100 and it's like as fast as i can buy stuff it's just totally fine and then i hear pc oh. prices i'm like oh my god <laughs> So this is why I, I forgot you were a console player. This is why I thought you were nuts last time I was on the the, the podcast because you had said you had said, oh yeah, I just I just use gold to crowns. I buy the book, I get the new motif, yep. and then when the motif stuff drops, I sell it on guild traders, and eventually I make my gold yep. plus back. So it kind of pays for itself, but that way I have the motif early on. It's bound that way, and I can sell it back. Yep. And I go. No, that, 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 that the conversion would, wasn't working in my head because I was using PC PC prices. I was like, that, I don't, I don't think it sells. For, yeah, so I, now I understand. That, that that would be why it works because <laughs> it would not work on PC. <laughs> it's a very different beast. Um, because I currently am collecting the uh, Daedric, uh, the ancient Daedric from the Deadlands maps ones. Deadlands uh, maps are three hundred thousand on average okay so, yeah see and ours are 50k ish um and i am 0 for 5 on them so far so i basically needed to buy all of the pages so far and yeah it's it's expensive in console terms i can't imagine what those pages cost i, I i'm two for two and one of them's the chest so, so i'm really lucky because oh, i only my- I've only used the maps that i've gotten and i'm two for two and i almost sold the chest because they're worth so much i am yeah that's the most expensive piece yeah. i only don't have three motifs the newest one because i haven't been grinding the dungeon yep the daedric one because it's annoying and because when i came to um pc i've been doing all the dlc first and i haven't gone and sure. done cadwell silver so i don't have soul shriven um, okay but I basically <laughs> am, i'm funny. basically holding out hope 2022 has a deadlands event like they did With, for blackwood yep. and that they will drop an increased rate of maps so that i will it will be affordable for me to get it because yeah, it can I'm not plunge spending... the price. Yeah, because for the for the Blackwood ones, because there's more maps, I was willing to spend sixty k a map. I was willing to invest because I did the price on how much the pages sold for and how much I spent on maps, yep. and I basically saved about one point six million, and I made another two million back selling duplicates. So like it was short. Sure. I ended up spending like a little over a million, but like for the Deadlands, I'd be spending who knows how much as well yeah, but yeah literal so, probably tens right. of millions yeah <laughs> um yeah and uh, the only piece i have left is actually the uh helmets now um i've been whittling mm-hmm. i've been whittling my way through them and actually shout out to uh black hammer i i have i don't think he actually knows about this podcast i have zero idea because sometimes i'm surprised who actually listens to this stuff but um he, he, he recently introduced him uh from a trials team and we've been running uh our achievement he's part of the new achievement group that we've got uh, on Mondays that we've just been kind of goofing around doing some random achievements and dungeon stuff. And um, he pulled uh, chess in a uh, map and uh, he cut me a huge deal on it to not bankrupt me, which was awesome of him. Uh, So, you know, thank you, Hammer. I I still appreciate that because now I just have the helmets left, which granted they are the second most valuable piece, but at the same time, uh, yeah, he, he... helped me out a shitload by doing that uh which i really really appreciated so <laughs> um yeah, yeah whoops I... I just did it i i had to do a quick search so crafting motif 104 ancient daedric chess on um pcna's average selling price 
market value right now is 2.5, which looks like it's actually a bit down from Dear. Uh, the 3 million it was. Okay, so that's... So- that I guess was better than I thought it was. So we're closer in parity, but most of the time it was one to one point six was what I was finding them on. And uh, the helmets are about two point two. Oh boy! Yikes! <laughs> um, yeah. RNG when it relates to collecting stuff is rough. <laughs> um. But yeah, um, anything else? Because we've got the achievements covered. We got a new season of stuff, obviously, um, to buy. I one thing that they did not mention, uh, but then I saw there was a patch note. Actually, I I meant to reach out to them, uh, them being the game sauce, about this because I was sort of confused. I don't know if you have any more details on this. This is kind of weird, but since we've been talking about motifs, it reminded mm-hmm. me of it. One of the uh, notes was uh, the Red Petal Bastion style, uh, motif style, mm-hmm. which uh, was listed as fix the error where it wasn't dropping. Is it yeah. even in game yet? Or, or was that the glitch? Because it's never been in the store. And with dungeons, they always put it in the store and the dungeon at the same time. It has never been in the store. Whereas the one from the Dread Cellar actually like was. Were, yeah, I don't know if they were just saying the wrong... Um, like the Dread Cellar wasn't dropping, maybe? because yeah, like that, the Dread Cellar wasn't dropping for everybody. Yeah, because I do know but that... But it hasn't was, dropping, but... Yeah, I, it has been dropping, but maybe it was screwed up because when they said Red Petal Bastion, I was very confused because it was like, well, that's never been in yeah, the that store. That coming. Right. That's what I was going to say. But then I also didn't see it in the upcoming season unless I, I missed it. I went through it a couple times. Um, but I didn't yeah, I'm, see... I'm actually, I'm actually looking at motifs real And quick. yeah, King 85 thank you. They, oh. they said Silver yeah, Wolf right. style isn't in there. Yeah. yeah, Fargrave Guardian motif will be made available during an upcoming update, and that's for... Fargrave world bosses yep. and the Annihilarch's chosen motif is going to be for the Oblivion portals. But yep. yeah, those are yeah the um, yeah. There's nothing about that. It's a little conf- motif called again. Uh, I, I uh, silver rose style, I believe. Yeah, rose. yeah, yeah. It's because it's it, it's in the lore book as a style, but they put them in there early sometimes. They do. They always put the achievements in the dunce it's something that bugs me i get why they do it i understand the reasoning to it because they mm-hmm. want to extend the longevity of people farming something i get it but when they when they launch something usually when it was oh for, oh is there silver rose style is uh upcoming crafting motif for minus the rose armor sets up there did it oh no no yeah no it's uh, yeah no it's not um okay not released, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. The, I know. So that's. I think that might have been a typo or something like that. Yeah, I feel like that has to be a typo. Yeah, yeah. I, I wonder if it was correcting the Dread Seller because I know the Dread Seller had some weird drop rate problems. So maybe it was that. There, there were people who weren't getting drops and stuff from it. So I, I feel like they just accidentally typed I, in the wrong. The, the wrong of, you had a 50% shot and you just happened to pick the wrong dungeon. Because yeah, that, that yeah. that's that's the thing is they always do that in unison because that's to what you were saying. That's how I do things. Like, um, and it's it's uh we got kind of ahead of ourselves with the dungeon clearing so we actually got the perfect in there and i'm like i'm not gonna be farming that place i already finished so i guess i'm just at a net loss on that one but um what do you call it 
the um the thing that they do is they they release the dungeons everybody dives into well everybody that's going to dive into the dungeons dives into the dungeons because they're fun they're new all this good stuff you do them and then later down the line they put in the achievements for the motif styles you get out of the dungeons so then it encourages yeah. people to go back in and refarm yeah, back them. in there yeah right and i get that but i <laughs> we like to go in balls to the wall and like let's let's knock out this speed run no death yeah. hard mode altogether and it's like, that'd be great if we were getting the motifs while we were doing the practice for it. And recently it started yeah. to be like, okay, well, we beat it and the motif isn't even out yet. So awkward. Like, I, again, I get it because it's going to increase the longevity yeah, people of people ever, going right? in. But it's just, it's problematic for the way I do it. Um, yeah. Okay. So, yes, that, that, there it is. So, yeah, Dread, Dread Seller was having the issues. Got it. Okay. Got, got it. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Oh, oh, it had a cooldown. Was the that's what the error was. Thank you so much, B King oh, and SD. It had a cooldown. It had a twenty hour cooldown. That's what it was. Oh, okay. Yes. Now that you guys say that, so thank you so much, actually, for clarifying that. Appreciate that. Um, that is what it is because that that light bulb. As soon as they said that, that is actually exactly what the problem was. It had a twenty hour cooldown. Yes. Okay. Cool. Um, yep, yeah. Yep, so, yep, yeah. Yep. I feel like Silverstone style is not. Yeah, not in the game yet. Yes. It's, we know where it's going to come from, but it's not there yet. Co correct. It's not there yet. Which it does mock me in the uh, menu because it's just like, hey, you have everything from uh, this DLC. Yeah. Oh, just kidding. You don't have these, and it's like, damn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, yeah, yeah. If you look at your lore, lore books, it says zero of fourteen collected. I'm like, I can't collect them. Yeah. It's like I can't collect them. That's not fair. You can't judge me yet. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. So 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 there we go. Very long convoluted solution. Uh, thank you from chat for helping out with that one. Yeah, um, that. yeah but um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Um, you know, there's obviously a new season of Crown Crates and stuff like that coming. Um, you know, standard housing stuff. Lot, lots of lots of new stuff on the horizon, but nothing specifically that I was like jumping out for, except the dungeons <laughs> themselves, obviously. The the new house is beautiful, but new houses are on average fourteen thousand pounds. That's ninety nine dollars. They're ninety nine dollars USD. They have a fourteen day window to create artificial scarcity, and uh -huh. that's fine. It's, it's one of the it's one of the three big ways. I assume they. Yep. If you look at it, it's probably ESO plus crates and houses. How they mostly yep. finance the game, right? I, and I get that, but it's like right. it's hard to. I don't want to get into it because it's a subset of people. Like, am I interested? Will I buy it? Yes. Will I take a look at it? For sure. But at the same time, like it, it, it's a hundred dollar house. It's not a thing everybody can go out and acquire if they want to do it. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and it's 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 an option there for people uh, to to mess around with. It, you know, if that's if that's here's, your thing. Here's the here's the thing I'm most interested in. If we're gonna to talk about like housings and pets and stuff, to not talk about the crown store is um, if we follow last year's progress we found out what the pet was morpholith this year it's the awesome dragon way cooler than the morpholith anyway personal opinion we found out that <laughs> and we right and we got the person and we got the skin to start with we got the skin for the first three and it was somewhere around march the release of the dungeons that they didn't show all three of the next things they showed the second thing but they told us what the third and fourth thing is so i'm really curious if it's going to go skin personality mount house because we generally get every year we get one free house so more right. interested than the purchased houses i'm like Every year, there's at least one house. Uh, in the past, it used to be like scrying or Somerset community events to get a house. Sure. Then there was like Southern Elsewhere, where you can still put together the the lunar house, and then you know, then they then they did this one um, where it was from these. So I'm I'm just curious what free house we'll get. I'm always curious about new free houses and new houses you can get with gold. 
Yes. Yeah, because I was going to say originally uh, the option was uh, gold or crowns. And um, when it when it was like, you know, tied to the achievement thing for that, I went through to get the Lord title, I believe it is, where you own all three mega mansions. And then I bought the, I don't know, five or seven, uh, you know, second tier house and the five or three other tier houses. And it's just like, oh, my God, that was yeah. such a gold sink. That's a, I, and that's what I'm actually working on on PC myself is I'm working on doing these zone clears. So at the end of the zone clears, I can drop my million or eventually my like four millions to grab because yep. there's 54 houses in the game you can acquire with gold, not crowns. And correct. I'm not going to spend enough real money to collect every house thing, but I yes. want to eventually own all 54 houses that I can acquire through my own means. Yes. From, without, er, from without earning them in game, not earning them necessarily from going to work. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, um, I think that's it on my side of the news stuff. Anything else we need to cover that we, that's the majority of it. More PTS stuff, obviously to come as it continues on that, that's something that always, you know, continues more as it goes. Uh, this this the uh, this episode will probably go out after this already happens since this will happen on Monday. But for anybody who is listening live, something I'm excited for is I'm one of the people who's affected by PTS where I can't log on to PTS. And Monday's first batch of fixes for anybody who's still locked out of PTS will let us on there. So I will finally get a, to actually <laughs> set foot onto public test server on Monday. So that's great. That's great. I actually I forgot all about that uh i i had heard about that where that was kind of like a, it's weird the pts needs a fix but yeah it's, <laughs> it's kind of funny um so i guess that lets us jump into what have you been up to loctavian in game what have you what have you been tackling um i for the most part i've been on zone clears zone clears um so Finished clockwork during the event. I'm in a really weird sequence of, of zones because I've already kind of played through the story before, so I've been going weird, but I've recently I've cleared Somerset in its entirety minus one or two small, like the daily achievements. I've cleared uh, Northern Elsewhere, Southern Elsewhere, Clockwork City. Um, so other for the non other than the for the DLC zones, I am down to just Merkmire needing a full clear and then like a handful of minor achievements, nothing connected okay. to like dyes or furnishings sure. in those other zones. So I, that's, I've been zone clearing and I also been um, finally took me a, over a year, but I finally decided it's time to get back into it. So I've been doing vet dungeons with my nice. community. I've been doing normal trials and finally taking my Nightblade healer out for a spin because I said, I want to be a healer. I never healed on console, uh, but I love Nightblades and I don't care if everybody says it's the most difficult class to heal with because it's what I love. Yeah, hey, it's, it doesn't need to be meta to be completable. Like, it's it's just not a thing that this game requires. You, you can get away with a lot of stuff. Uh, there's a lot of room for working with your team's dynamic, uh, which is one of the things that I really, really like about this yeah. game. Yeah, meta, meta might apply a lot if you're doing like a lot of, lot of pugs where it's just like it's easier just to slot in what's known. But yeah, if you're working with a with a group, you can easily accommodate each other. That's what I, I do love about the game is yes, you can do anything as long as like, hey, yeah, I'm lacking this, but I can make up for it with this set. If somebody else runs this, then we can. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's like a big a big thing, which to, to your point about the pug thing is 
you're more likely to sync up if if you're using a meta set because if other people are using meta sets it's kind of like a standardized like oh well if you just throw random people together and they're all using a standard meta well yeah they'll kind of fall into sync whereas like if you want to do weird stuff you got to have some well not that you have to because you can get away with a lot of stuff just for clears but if you're going for score pushing or or trifectas or perfectas you're going to want to make sure you have things to make your life easier <laughs> nightblade healing i found is actually really fun even if it has a steeper learning curve and uh, kiki joe and people have um, mentioned in chat one nightblade healers have ungodly sustain i can make yes. really dumb smack and cheap burst heal and an yep. amazing burst heal so i can smash out heals and still still have like 20 25 of my mana left and not really worry about a life of sustain and be able to focus on crit and stuff it's really fun it's just that's what i've been doing is doing vet dungeons and slowly but surely learning getting the sets and learning how to maximize the nightblade healer which i'm calling the swiss army healer because <laughs> i'm collecting multiple sets like a slot in this item depending on what item you know, they're more standard healer yeah. has or slot in this ability or that ability. But yeah, I've, 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 that's what I've been doing is getting slowly into end game with a Nightblade healer and doing uh, doing zone clears. Yep, 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 yep. Um, I'm also at 28,000 achievement points now. So, you know, just another 20,000 something to go. <laughs> yes, because I was going to say, I believe the current total is 48,850, I think is what it's currently yes. sitting at. Um, almost 49 yeah yeah almost 49 because I'm, I'm missing about 1800 off yeah. the off the total myself i'm trying to wedge my way up there um Dudes. so yeah <laughs> digging my way up the up the chart uh it's just these last ones it's it's uh 48,885 okay so i was close but a little off there we go um yeah, just a, just a hair under yeah just a, just a hair under so it's like yeah um what do you call it but um what was I going to say? Yeah. So, okay. So you've been doing some zone clearing. Anything else you've been up to? You had mentioned you've gotten back uh, into, um, what do you call it? Uh, dungeons and stuff like that. That's always pretty solid. Did you mention you had trials too that you had started to jump back into? Yeah. yeah uh, member of the community, Dayhawk's been running normal mode kind of learner trials. So I've been doing, I just earlier today did my first ever normal rock road clear so learning the initial mechanics doing it on normal uh getting ready and getting comfort with taking the step to vet but been doing uh, yeah gearing up and stuff in normal trials nice nice um what do you call it um no that's 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 actually pretty sweet because like i had mentioned last week that i had just finished all of our uh dungeon perfecta runs so the only four-player thing we had left was to go on to Unchained, um, which I don't like Black Rose Prison, personally. <laughs> or, it, yeah, it's just, it, it wasn't, I didn't think it was super great in any way. It was just, it was fine, it was whatever. And slogging through it was pretty brutal. Um, but our group has... At this point, we've gone through literally every dungeon in the game for the speedrun no death hard mode. So we, we've worked together long enough that we're like, okay, well, we know each other's play style, much to what everybody was saying about the, 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 the meta thing. Well, we don't really do meta uh, per se, but we, we definitely play off each other's strengths and stuff like that. Well, 
That's that the the people who get really fixated on meta, I feel like, are in the intermediate, high intermediate tier. Yes. When you get to a certain progress tier, like you said, the meta is we know each other's playstyle, we know what works with each other, we've maximized ourselves based on our knowledge of what the other three people will be doing. So I've built myself around knowing the other three people what they're doing. Like I said, you do have to hit like damage thresholds and things like that. Yep. But the but mechanics also play a huge part and knowing what the other person's going to do knowing that I place this down because this busts them, they do this because we know each other, we know how it's gonna roll. Or if we're gonna change it up ahead of time, able to go, hey, I'm gonna try this out. Let's see how this works tonight. Yeah, um, and, and and that's just it. It's like, um, and I've mentioned sometimes it does get awkward when when certain people don't like from uh, a VOD or something like that. They're like, well, why are you doing that? I was like, dude, we just did the speed run no death hard mode at the same time. What, what the hell do you care? Like, what? Well, you could do a 5% faster. That's fine. We were nine minutes under the speed run. I don't need to do a 5% faster. We literally just did it and nobody died. That's, that's my end goal here. So, like, it's it's just kind of funny. Um, Ultimate the, meta really matters if you are score, score pushing. Score pushing because you, you need to every tiny little point to put yourself on that leaderboard. Yeah. Um, and... <laughs> The the thing is, which I, I thought was very amusing when Nephis brought it up, is like generally when you're score pushing, you're also not using the meta because you're trying to figure no, out true. something that works yeah, that becomes the meta. True. When he <laughs> like, was on my podcast, it said the same thing. It's like, actually, you're not doing meta when you're score pushing because if you just do the meta, like you'll get close to it. You're trying to figure out the thing that's going to give you that extra edge on everyone else. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so it, it's pretty it's pretty funny like that, that that's kind of like it. Like to your point, the meta is almost like this intermediate or it's a guideline is a lot of things. It, it's like you want major sorcery, major profit. It, like you want these things. How you get them is what works. When you hear when somebody's just like, no, I have to use this. That's where it gets really awkward and inflexible. Yeah, it's you as a healer had to do this. I'm like, well, actually, yeah, you want those sort of things. And we'll loop back to the start of this podcast. That's where hybridization, especially with patch 33, is coming in because it's not just stats. We are seeing certain buffs be merged together. Yes, they're hybridizing the buffs. And by is... hybridizing, hybridizing the buffs actually opens up even less of a meta playground because it's like, you can't be meta because you can't do this. Or like, actually, I, I can provide. I, I will do this because I'm still covering this thing. And and that's yeah. that's the goal to it. It's like you 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 covering as many buffs as possible. Then it becomes practice. It becomes, yep. you know, reps. And that's how you get there. But it's like, you know, that it's it's just another phase of it. So it's like I'm, I've been very interested to see uh, as people are starting to get their fingers into all of that, how how it plays out um going forward with some of the new stuff and and that's just it so it's like we've been we've been doing um unchained and and we we had our first session this week and we you know i i actually only had like three clears of that place which i joked about and in our run wednesday i was like cool we got we got two clears in our little two hour session type of thing, um, and and I joked I was like, "Cool, we cleared this place two thirds as many times as I had cleared it." Period. <laughs> Prior to this, and we got both those clears in less time than one of my original clears in its entirety. 
and it's all about the group you play with and you know shout out to my team which we we actually i was joking that i think we've earned a name finally because i i just always it was like yeah it's this is the team we do our perfector runs with and and the the kind of goofy gimmick that we've been doing and not for a, like anything other than they love the play style and it's really funny because our healer is constantly stressed out about it um both of our dps's have just been fixed on this trying thracian stranglers <laughs> it was like let's 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 do thracian stranglers and try to get the perfecta and at first it was kind of like a haha joke and then and then we got a perfecta while they were both wearing thracian stranglers and then and then it was like <laughs> and then we did another one then we did another one and then we kept doing them. So at this point, uh, I just gave us the nickname the Thracian Slayers because we do literally everything in Thracian. Uh, and that's that's really funny because that's you learn which dungeons have a lot of ads in them because everybody's <laughs> fighting over stacks. <laughs> and, and you find out that it's like some dungeons, there's just a lot of ads. You know what has a lot of ads? Black Rose Prison. <laughs> Oh God. <laughs> There's so many ads. So they were hitting Thracian 50 stacks fast because it's just like, oh, there's spiders and there's alligators and there's bats and these hack wings. And it's just, it's just all those dudes that everybody farms in the first area. And it is chaos. So it is it has been a lot of fun just to see them doing that. And their burn is off the rails with 50 stacks of it. So it becomes... The healer and I desperately trying to make sure they don't get touched because they're made of glass at this point. Uh, but their just output of damage is is just insane. Um, and that brings that that brings up a really good point. And that's something I like to say is ESO MMOs. At the end of the day, that's another thing where I kind of get away from medics. People, you know, are doing this is what they have to do, and they're getting all the gear, and they must have the gear they don't know what to do because that's all they're focused on. Yep. ESO at the end of the day is about moments the things i remember yeah of course you're going to remember your first you know trifecta of course you know veteran trial stuff like that that's a moment you're going to remember the people you're going to remember stacking thrashing and that's your, your group name <laughs> um i did we did a, i forgot which dungeon it is now but me uh soldier on a couple other members um from from my community uh we got in we we're doing a vet um, dungeon was when I was early into vets. It was one of the non DLC ones, but the last boss is a little tricky. And mm -hmm. the timer kept popping up 30 minutes till server reset. And we literally downed <laughs> that veteran dungeon with two minutes left. And that doesn't have to be the hardest, most intense trifecta thing because that will always be this moment. That is the moment that we buzzer beat it. Like there's never, I don't think there'll be another time that we just all agree that we're going to push it. We're going to, we're going to figure it out. We, yeah, we wiped again. We got five minutes. We're going to finish it before the server goes down. And we did. So like, that's the other thing about going off meta and working with your group and your friends and things of this game is you remember doing weird things. Like we're going to wear thrashy and stranglers. We're going to buzzer yes. beat this. We're going to, um, Yaws, um, he's part of the ESO community. Uh, did like a two person trial earlier today. Izzy Wink's trying to do a three person trial. Like you, I know people have done like an all vampire single bar run mm -hmm. at a veteran trial just because just to just because so yet those are what you remember is these weird fun moments and i think right people would and again you people should enjoy what they enjoy they just like push and push and push and meta but i think at the end of the day it's about moments and 
if you work more towards creating moments than worrying about doing everything exactly like connect the dot style you end up having a lot more fun i i will totally agree with that um and and that's just it like i said those uh our, our black rose runs with my original clear memories was oh this place is very unenjoyable and i actually had fun with it um that and i was i'm kind of looking forward to getting back to it uh because it was it was just like oh this is much more fun we're m more organized because that is a place that it really i cannot fathom trying to like pug that or something like that that place is a a mess um and it's just there's so much abuse coming from all sorts of angles and and really uh you know most of the time um you know burn, burn's important and stuff but um the, the the big thing with black rose is the easiest solutions to the mechanics in black rose is burning through them <laughs> um which was actually a, a big complaint about black rose originally and when i talked to alcast in vegas um that that was like a, a big thing was he was just like uh, yeah you just hit it faster and harder and you don't have to do the mechanics so it's just it just makes it easier and a lot of times yes that's a way of doing things but like sometimes there's creative ways that they make it so over overburn makes it harder or this happens and this happens and it's like black rose is just nuke the thing as fast as possible and your life is less shit um <laughs> you mentioned outcast and that's another thing and you were mentioning builds and things like that and i think that's the other thing i always like to look at builds and stuff like that and meta as i always just look at it as the foundation that yeah i put it on because i have a hard time figuring out what my foundation is but then i change an ability here for my playstyle. i change a gear piece there and i build my own thing from it yep uh, and i think that's really cool I and mean, if you just want to follow a build that works for you that's 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 great also but i always i always kind of advise people like play with it like use a foundation there's amazing critical thinkers out there and their builds are amazing but like hey if their style doesn't work for you slot in a new ability try yeah, a new piece just change gear. a little a little thing here so it fits there. you and how you like to play this game yeah um so I, I i here we go on the builds and i had mentioned a a reference to this a little earlier about me playing on an alt uh recently which my alt is guarnier which uh you know uh, arc perpetually has to deal with guarnier being a thing that exists in life and uh it it was my best representation of arc in game he's a filthy filthy high elf because he doesn't like the altmer and uh he's part of the uh traitorous altmeri dominion which he also says he doesn't like i don't know in game says differently according to guarnier but um and i've had him as a templar for a while and I made it as a joke, but then I was just like, oh, I'll just goof around with it because I, I do like Templars for DPSing. I find them much simpler. Uh, it's usually a much easier rotation, which is one of two things. It's great for starters or it's great if you like to veg out, <laughs> um, whereas some of the other classes are much more complex, which is a huge draw to a lot of people. I am not a DPS main, and generally I don't think I'm very good at DPS. I can get by just fine. Um but, you know, it, it's definitely not my strong point, which is fine. That's whatever. Um, but I, I originally did it kind of casually. And then I was asked to fill in for some different things. And I'm like, eh, I can probably fudge it as long as it's not too difficult. And did, had success at it, had some fun with it. And I'm like, okay, well, this is, this is all right. So I've done some more complicated stuff with it. But 
recently I was like goofing around with it a bunch and I'm like, man, this is I, I this is just it's fun. It's it's just it's fun. And I love jabs. It's my favorite move in the game. Uh it, it's 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 so cool looking because spears aren't a physical thing in the game, but it's just it's a, such a satisfying attack. Um and it's it's crazy powerful. Uh the Dragonite whips another really great one, but uh, you know, I just I like the offensive style of Templars as a DPS. And I've had decent results with different things, but I started to um, just kind of browse around and kind of shout out Duma Gaming, who is a stream team member for Elder Scrolls Online. And um, I just want to say that, I I, I don't know, for whatever reason, I I did not know Duma outside Twitter, uh, just like in casual posting stuff. Mm. Um, But he popped up in my YouTube for whatever reason as a recommended video. And it was, uh, it, it happened to be a, a build for a, a like immortal Templar. And I'm like, those are things I like. I like Templar and I like being immortal. <laughs> and to not die. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, well, let me just watch this. And it is so much fun. <laughs> Um, so I cannot shout out Duma Gaming enough on this, and and these videos I feel like are woefully underlooked at, especially for an easy way to get into DPS before you want to go whole hog if you ever do. Um, so what this is, uh, you know, I, I strongly suggest checking it out. He has these builds for all of the classes and all different styles uh, of DPSing. And it is a single bar, so it's not even a bar swap. Um, no trial. I've heard, I've heard tales of these single bars. Yes. Um, single bar, no uh, trial or mythics required. <laughs> um, and the output on some of these things is outrageous. And at the end of these videos, it's a video of him one manning uh, vet asylum sanctor <laughs> in it, um, which is ridiculous because that is a twelve person trial. Um, <laughs> okay, I haven't I haven't watched I haven't watched that video yet, but I know of that video. You do know of that? Uh, yes. There, there, it was a little bit back, not too long ago. Somebody and she was like, "I'm kind of new to ESO. Yep. I'm trying to get more into it, but I'm kind of struggling with this whole two bar mechanic thing." Is there, can you just do one bar? And I go, I'm pretty sure you can. Depends on what you're doing. And someone's like, no, you can. And you can do it at the top level. Here is a video. And it was that video. I hadn't got around to watching it yet, but I, the description was there in chat. And now that you said one, one man did, I'm like, yeah, no, I remember somebody mentioning that video and yes, and um, chat and being like, oh, and like, oh, okay, my bad. Again, I learned something new every day yeah. streaming this game. I, I didn't know uh, yes. how much I didn't know until I streamed it and had a big community <laughs> right. talking to me. And apparently, you know, no, one bar viable. Yes, it it is. And um, yeah, so I was watching that. And I'm like, whoa. And then it, like, like I said, there's there's different ones. You want a Dragon Knight one? Uh, one of my buddies is messing around with the Dragon Knight one. Uh, you know, uh, somebody else has, has messing around with the Sork one. He has more complicated things, too. And like some of right. them, it's like, oh, you know, but. I'm not at the 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 top of it type of thing um, because they are very very durable and there's some ultimate versions where it's like okay you're a little less durable but your damage numbers it's like you're looking at like 
80 90 100k on a single bar and i'm like what the f- what is going on with this build like it's oh crap uh sorry you totally got nuked uh <laughs> i'm sorry i was just trying i was trying to to, to link the yeah to well to chat. be fair I, I i always i always i always forget people have chats have different settings yeah my so that's because um wisebot is out of control um i i have everything allowed and it just straight up doesn't allow them um <laughs> so uh that's for anybody on the on the uh live thing so uh don't don't mind that uh how the hell long are you timed out for okay look at, uh but oh, yeah yeah so so um what do you call it they're very impressive so i was like well i want to i want to see what i can do with this as not somebody who practices this type of thing um so i was very curious on um like how how good would this be how complicated is this to set up and so i was like okay well i want to do the the magicka templar one i want i want to screw with this so i did i jump i jump into it and the the build is pretty easy to get um and set up didn't take me that long maybe like an hour and a half two hours of farming some random crap and then i i got it um and it was a base level dungeon uh a base level monster set and uh the hexos set from from deadlands so i i suggest you know they're different obviously based on on your class types but um yeah you can you you know i jump into it and i'm like okay how does this feel and i'm bumbling around with the rotation a little bit and i was starting to get the hang of it and and then i was like okay i'm starting to like this and the amount of shield you get is is a lot and i was like okay well I've soloed plenty of crap on my tank because I, that's how I play and I've got different builds for it or whatever. I was like, I'm just going to start running around and seeing what I can do on Guaranir. So I was running around just tagging, you know, bosses and stuff like that, world bosses. Mm-hmm. And I'm just mowing through the, like, deleting them off the planet. And there's zero chance. I'm like barely even, they're not even cracking my shield most of the time. And I'm like, wow, Okay. I was like, well, this is this is a selling point to the build, not to me, because I was like, well, okay, this is pretty cool. So I was like, well, let me let me let's, we'll go we'll go whole hog. Let's do some DLC <laughs> world bosses, yeah, deleting them off the planet, like j- just shitting on these things. And I'm like, wow, this is this is way more effective than I was expecting. So then I jumped into I was <laughs> like, okay, there's a hero storm up. I'm just gonna oh. I'm gonna just fight the Harrow Storm. And me and one other person deleted the Harrow Storm just off the face of the planet. And when I showed up, there were four bosses up at the same time from being summoned, overwhelmed the bosses, took down the pillars, and then fought the main thing and, and killed it. And I was like, dude, I am not good enough that this should be this effective. <laughs> so I'm like, this feels very, very strong. Like, okay. So now um i i i jumped in and i was like well let me just see real quick because i've got my flawless conqueror but i haven't done the spirit slayer i think it's called or of the undying song the one for doing um sorry i'm just putting it in chat uh i'll have to do my gaming for Anybody and it, it definitely it'll pop up uh, super easy. I, I'll actually put an actual link in uh, in a minute. Um, but yeah, so um, <laughs> I I was like, wow, this this is this is feeling real good. So you, 
I, I want something, and I, I was going to start, I had just started, I should say, working on my Vadashram trifecta, which was giving me problems in the speed department because dot, 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 I'm not very good at DPS. So I was like, okay, well, I got Flawless Conqueror, but I could do it as slow as I wanted. <laughs> that was kind of the benefit. I, I'm good at staying alive, not good at killing quickly. <laughs> um, so I was just like, well, VMA, I'll I'll just, I'm more experienced with VMA. I'll just jump in here real quick with this and see how this build is. And just obliterated VMA in this setup. And I'm like, dude, I this is what I'm doing Vatashram in now. Like, I need to just practice Vatashram. Uh, this is going to be my trifecta build. Like, I uh, this is what I'm using for this. So as somebody who DPS is not my main, um, Immortal's a pretty funny way of putting it. I mean, you can literally be killed. I started testing just how stupid I could be. And I mean, you can definitely die. Like, you can stand in stupid for only so long, and you do have to actively right. be playing to to re-up your shields. They're all they're all based on, on you doing stuff. But, you got um, your rotation. You it, it, exactly, yeah. you do. You need, and, and to maximize what your output is, you need to have your rotation down. But it's, it's more of a you're getting a lot out of it and you just get better at it uh, even at base level so as a i, I definitely have been saying it, it's worth checking out especially if you have something you're new to the game uh you're new to dpsing and you just want to try something that gives you the best way i can put it it gives you a lot of leeway to make mistakes and not get your teeth kicked in i've had a lot of fun with it um and it's allowed me to farm through stuff to um Re really quick so yeah i i don't i don't i don't know i i'm definitely a a fan of what he's managed to pull off and i know there's some other people doing the like the one bar things and stuff like that i feel like i feel like what i've, I've noticed a couple of different people putting out one bar stuff recently. right and yeah he he's the he's the one that i happen to find based on just youtube algorithms i guess but um yeah i i really personally can't say enough good things about uh duma gaming's one bar builds um and and i know of a yeah I, I i was starting to mess around i didn't have enough pieces to do both because it's a different set for the other set but uh, i was starting to mess around with uh doing a match dk and one of my buddies was as well and he was like oh this feels pretty good and i just was trying to collect the gear for it but i started trying it on my tank i just used the armory and started building one just to goof around with it and yeah it's just i i've really really enjoyed it and i'm not somebody who plays alts so this is kind of like a weird refreshing change for me personally it's it's been pretty good um so yeah sh shout out to them because uh like i said i i very much have had a lot of fun with it and it's a fun alternative even if it's just something you want to do by yourself or goofing around or whatever or you know you're getting into this type of thing I like it. I think it. I think it's good, and it seems like you can take it pretty far uh, if you get good with it. I would imagine. You um, you just created the heart of a, a future stream this month. I'm going to grab one bar builds from Duma and Deltia and Dots and Alcast because now I'm curious. As as I said at the start, an aggressively casual player who's okay yeah. at we i mean i know how to weave so i, I I'll yes have to it. like I and, and know that how stuff weave. definitely matters like it helps like <laughs> and i'll have to preface it with that but i'm gonna see uh because usually i just tweak them but now i'm curious like 
for a complete dunce who is just putting this into my bars <laughs> and following rotation, how how user friendly are they? Not yes. to make a video or anything. I don't want to like I'm not I'm not doing throwing numbers, but I, I'm actually curious just to dink around on stream and go, all right, this is Can I make this, this work? Yeah. Yeah, this is build. Let's go play around it. Let's go to these areas and see can I make this work? Oh wow, this one's actually pretty easy to make worker. You know, this one's good, but you definitely need to like there's a lot more like like fine tuning you gotta do to 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 like learn how it works and stuff because i i've always just tweaked them to my playstyle. i've never actually just kind of gone and been like i'm just going to do this build and follow their playstyle and see how it goes <laughs> right um and now that you mentioned doing that on one of your also like i want to try that that sounds fun yes and and it ended up being super super fun um and actually for anybody in the live show specifically right now um because a lot of people are asking about it so you know i want to properly credit um here's the exact link that you tried to post and my wise bot said no for whatever fucking uh. reason uh <laughs> but yeah so cool. that's his actual website it's just dumagaming.com uh, but he's got youtube videos and everything like that but i've just had so much fun with the builds recently i've i really kind of wanted to shout that out just from a personal standpoint of like i've been really enjoying the hell out of them and i think if you are better than me at dps which won't probably be too hard for anybody to do <laughs> you can probably make them work even better and i've had a lot of success with it which i was shocked at how efficient i found it to be um and I'm actually looking forward to trying to get better at Vadashram with this because now I want to do Vadashram's trifecta on that because, again, shared achievements. Yay. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, that's that's been like actually a lot of my time was testing that stuff out. Uh, I'd mentioned the Daedric motif being terrible. I've only got one page left. That was a big thing that I was doing throughout the week it's as terrible. well. It's just terrible. Just terrible. Um, and then um, – we actually, uh, the achievement group I had mentioned that we had set up on Monday, we went through, uh, these ones weren't for me, um, but we went uh, into the cauldron to knock out everybody's cauldron things that they would uh, need. And because it happened to be dropping the uh, Baron, not motif page, style page, the Baron helmet gold page oh, thing i want that page yeah um we struck out a lot in that uh struck struck out a real lot in that um <laughs> did 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 not get did not pass go did not collect uh style page uh so unfortunately that did not net me a lot of money but uh best best luck to those of you who are farming it and hopefully have had better luck um i um i thought i was like one day on Twitter, it must have just been dropping nice that day. I swear I saw four different people I follow <laughs> post pictures with it on the same day. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> Rip the, because the, everybody else is like, this thing doesn't drop. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we've been doing that. Had zero success with that. And then the only other thing that I've had in and amongst all the uh, real life chaos that was happening uh, for me this week was I got some time to kind of I've got more stuff to upload to YouTube because I've just been having fun goofing around with YouTube a bunch as that's relatively new to me. Um, but I got things organized for people uh, to a degree. I'm working on some other stuff to upload. Uh, there's some lore stuff that should be coming for everybody who is asking. Um, um, which 
hopefully will be more useful than anything else just because I haven't found it anywhere and it's just been something that's been asked for in the community so I'm trying to fill a, a role so hopefully I can have more information on that next week if I can make it work is the only thing I just don't want to get anybody's hopes up and then have it totally suck because I don't know what I'm doing because I'm pretty new to this whole YouTube thing but I got um the entire Battle Spire uh, live play that I had done organized and uploaded it in a playlist from Twitch. So I know some people have messaged me saying, holy shit, I can actually watch this now because you don't use Twitch or whatever. Totally fine. Um, but yeah, it that is that is up there. Uh, Sans the one episode, which I do not have an explanation as to why it was. Well, I know why it was removed, but I don't know how it got caught by Twitch to be removed. Um the the rather sketchy right before the end episode where um, it turned out you can have sex with a daedra in that game uh, was removed from my log. <laughs> so that that one thing is missing, which I guess is totally fine because it was screwed up as hell. Uh, but the rest of that uh, playthrough is now available. Just FYI, it is definitely not safe for work, depending upon where you're watching it, because uh, I get very, very frustrated playing that game to the point of it... I, a couple points being like before like he's going to have a breakdown because i i will stop playing if something actually pisses me off that game had so many bugs at a couple points <laughs> i really was like i'm not sure i can take this anymore this game's so broken but i wanted to keep going because it's also like sadistically kind of amusing me at the same time and i did chat i was gonna say to all of you who watch these live streams i i i'm glad you enjoyed um it's 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 a weird sum for you, some for me, because even though a lot of these old games are brutal, they're not without merit. Um, so, right. yeah, it's, it's it's definitely a mixed bag. So when can I get the um, Battlespire um, Halloween edit, which is just really John Carpenter 80s horror music <laughs> as you go across the field while that goblin gremlin thing Oh my you. god. The yes, Everscamp McLust Thirst, which he was named on stream. <laughs> he just kept coming. He and just coming. kept coming no matter how many I like... always try to lurk your streams and sometimes shout when I can. <laughs> uh, but that one, like I could I like I uh I was like, okay, I got about twenty minutes and I just just kept watching because i'm just like it just keeps coming yeah it, it was it just keeps coming and then there was that one <laughs> level where i actually thought i killed it because it died and i was like oh my god i can loot it i don't even know what to do it's finally dead i've been punching it for 20 minutes while literally walking around the level i just kept <laughs> smacking it and then i got to the next level and it came out of a door and i was like oh my god it's fucking back, it's back. <laughs> it, it really is it's unkillable like, so some 80s john carpenter horror music it's just just that yep with making the sheer growing the sheer growing it, frustration it, and disbelief that it would not die it, it wouldn't die <laughs> um and then when you would try to interact with it it would make really uncomfortable like quotes like oh it leered yeah, yeah, yeah. it leered at my thighs and i'm like dude yeah. what kind of dialogue is this yeah it's so Do that is <laughs> that is no all way. there for everybody um and it actually was mentioned in chat as well um so i currently have a poll up on twitter with i think maybe two days left there's a, there's a decent amount of uh votes already on it um but I put up for what the general 
group of all of you that <laughs> support this stuff uh, and and get a kick out of it uh, or whatever, or just like watching me uh, suffer through these games um, and get us little snippets of useful information. Um, out of the games I have not completed yet, I am leaving it up to everybody else which one you would like me to play next um and currently daggerfall is winning by a pretty substantial margin there's a poll i missed so (laughs) 50.9 percent my vote is registered for daggerfall yes so daggerfall is currently in the lead uh red guard and um shadow key are next i actually got kind of amusement out of the fact of how few people even know what stormhold or dawn star are um i actually don't know what that is they are java phone games <laughs> oh okay yeah i never i never have dug into a phone game. so i think the clip might still be on my twitch or whatever but during extra life i played dawn star for about 20 minutes and beat the game um because it's a whodunit mystery quiz. Oh. <laughs> and okay. and it crashed a lot. And then I picked correctly and they the floor disappeared during one of the... It was riddled with bugs to the point that I had no idea. But I did get end credits at one point. So technically, I guess I beat the game. Somebody told me. They looked up the different endings. Yeah. And they were like, oh, cool. You got the bad ending. And I was like... Oh, cool. You got the bad ending. I was like, whatever. I got an ending, man. The um, ending. So... so I will go through that just for documentation purposes for everybody. I'll go through and play it. And again, um, I don't look up how to play these games in advance, which I I try to. I'm always. They came with cryptic instruction manuals. If you look up how to play them, you are not embracing the true way that we had to play them. Right. And and that's uh, for anybody who, who might who might be new to what I'm talking about that I've been playing through all of the old games. I want to complete every Elder Scrolls game. And um, so the, the thing with them is to your point, I I'm trying to play them as if I just bought them back in the nineties, which is rough uh, (laughs) because they're very dated, uh, but they, they're not without cool things that you can glean from them. Oh, they're still cool. They, They really are. And, and as frustrating as they are to play, um, very, they, they're also still kind of goofy fun and they're more goofy fun when I can show them to other people, because I'm not gonna lie, watching somebody else suffer through these as several people have taken up these things of arena and stuff like that as torture challenges after uh talking to me about them for like extra life incentives and stuff like that and everybody has been like oh my god these games i was like (laughs) the series has come on a long way but it's interesting to see how it all started um but yeah so you know poll looks like daggerfall will be starting and it will be starting Ideally, I, I'm not good with stream schedules or having a schedule because this is not really a job that I, I have. I don't really uh, – this is just a super fun hobby for me. Um, so I do it whenever I'm uh, able to. Once the Super Bowl is over, my Sundays should be a little more freed up because I'm a huge football fanatic. So once my Sundays are free, I'm probably going to attempt to go back as frequently as I can to start doing my classic Elder Scrolls Sundays. Um, so hopefully I can kick that off. If you have an opinion on what I should play, just uh, I'm Lotus of Doom on Twitter. Feel free to vote. Uh, you don't need to. I don't give you, you can follow me or not. That none of that garbage matters. Um, but yeah, like you can vote on it. Yeah. Let, smash that subscribe like button or whatever. <laughs> 
and it's like um but yeah so so currently it looks My, like daggerfall might be next without a huge so swing i still remember daggerfall because it was the first elder scrolls game i ever played i have two pieces of advice for your stream all One, right save often because it was a very early procedurally <laughs> generated game which means there is actually a chance you will fall into a hole yes. and you will never come out i've heard you probably of this. already knew that i know you're going in as blind it, as possible it's, it's very battle spire in that literally way in yeah. a pc gamer magazine that came out the month before i got the game so it's still the same as playing it in the 90s yeah, because yes. PC gamers like so you know the other thing is uh maybe uh you could do a um times that the game has procedurally trapped you counter oh, because i mean ooh. if you do that over the entire series i would be I'd be interested to see because some people have gone through it with never getting trapped and some people me um <laughs> damn near 50 sometimes oh god and that and that was you know that's because it was state-of-the-art for the time but it's very early procedural generation yes. so it doesn't have all the catches and stuff like modern procedural generation was that would assure that things were actually completable right and and you know for anybody who hasn't seen uh my playthrough of daggerfall i did some weird things when playing it because i didn't know what to do um and it doesn't tell you what to do ever really it does not and and you ran into some <laughs> weird things where sometimes i was amazed that the game did account for things and other times i'm like oh god i don't know how to do this and i'm looking it up and and like there is no explanation to anybody who's played it because unfortunately the communities to those games is much much smaller daggerfall is still beloved uh arena has its fan base to a degree morrow Mar uh, morrowind is the game that most people because it yes. was also on console yes and it was on xbox and that so morrowind's usually some people got into it like myself earlier but i feel like morrow well, i mean morrowind's like got me hooked on the lore i think same oftentimes i mean morrowind, that was my first or too. any game after morrowind so like morrowind oblivion skyrim, skyrim are usually more people's yep. jumping off points absolutely um but yeah so that those are those have been my things uh I stream uh, where we're currently recording just on Lotus of Doom. And then uh, thanks to all of you being so helpful, um, I already got my custom URL. So like it's just Lotus of Doom on YouTube where I'm just going to upload the, the ones Ooh. when I complete them. So, um, yeah, it's just kind of there. And uh, I've been having fun with just doing a different style of doing stuff any of this video creation stuff uh it's been a lot of fun just to kind of mess with because i had never really done too too much with youtube since long it's long different. back yeah it is it's different uh and it's kind of fun um but yeah that's pretty much it from from my week of everything um got any other final thoughts or anything you uh felt like uh shouting out uh you you actually uh, just because it's something that i tried to help uh spread the word of um, you've got a little project you're working on. You were kind of looking for input if you wanted to maybe shout out anything so, that you could use for that. So I um, I just kind of recently put out a Twitter. I've got a lot of information. I got most of the information I wanted, which is awesome. Yes, if you get harassed as a queer person, as a person of color, whatever marginalized group you might sure. be in ESO, screenshot it, you mute the person, block the person, you report it. But my thing is, I hear a lot of reports, not, a, not in abundance, but there's enough reports of people falling into Facebook groups, um, Discord groups, or guilds where some of these toxic players who uh, are bigoted or hated towards marginalized groups create negative experiences. So my main project of hearing people's stories and finding the areas where Zenimax can't step in, because Zenimax can't step into a private Discord server and punish somebody in game for it. Correct. So my concept of solution is, all right, 
What are the most common experiences? And then from there, can I create a resource, maybe team up with an existing ESO site or something that is curated and vetted? Like here are Discord servers you can join that are inclusive, that mm -hmm. you know have this community, Facebook groups that don't tolerate this sort of behavior. Sure. Here's a list of existing guilds for these different marginalized communities that have been again vetted and vouched for and curated. So my main goal with it um, is like, there's nothing that really can be done to toxic players for the most part beyond reporting and blocking and banning. But sometimes this harassment in the internet age goes beyond that. So my main goal with getting stories was to use that, drive that to figure out where to focus and then try to work with other uh, people in the community to create a, not just create a curated list, but maintain a curated list. So if you are a newer player or even experienced player and you're like, I want to join a discord, but I don't want to risk this horror story I heard or the last time I joined a Facebook group, you know, it was really like transphobic or something. No, yeah, it's a like, super shit show or here something. Is, yeah. Yeah. Here is people that, you know, um, you know, have that similarity. And even if it's not because of toxicity, share things with like, you know, if you are an um, Asian player, if you are a queer player, you know, if you are a veteran, all these things that I've heard about people getting harassed for, it's also nice to be able to more easily maybe because there's not a lot of search functionality, find groups where you can find like-minded people that are also like vetted a bit so that you can say, hey, yeah, this is kind of, these is a kind of a fine place to go. So that's that's kind of been my personal non-content creator, but community pet project that I've been trying to use my platform for a bit to Very get cool. off the ground. Yeah, no, that's awesome, man. Um, anything, uh, anything, but where can people find you when they want to get in touch with you? Uh, I am Loctavian, twitch.tv slash Loctavian, L-O-C-T-A-V-I-A-N, Loctavian on YouTube, and then Loctavian with two zeros after it on uh, Instagram and Twitter, because those names were unfortunately um, taken there. <laughs> and then the uh, the, the last big project I'm working on is for March. It started with Lore Sports last year with you and Avron, and I'll talk to you more about that <laughs> as we get closer. Um, I want to go full full March Madness with various topics this March. Hell yeah. So similar to Lore Sports, but yeah, for people who don't know, Lore Sports was something that I did um, early on in my channel with Avron Doodles and with Lotus here. And basically we took the 16 Daedric Princes and we put them in a seated bracket and we debated which one would move on to the next rounds, but it was done in a March Madness tournament style where we were just debating the lore. We were debating how cool their artifacts were. We were just making our cases and then voting and moving them on and doing it in a sports style called yeah. it, calling it war sports it so, was super fun. Uh, that's that's a that's a month away but i'm i i want i want to do something like that again because it was kind of out of the box and fun um yeah and and you know call it personal bias since i specifically uh have been you know doing all the the planning for the show and inviting you back uh but i strongly suggest you check out loctavian stuff uh they do a great job of kind of I don't know. I, I'm very amused by by a lot of the things that you do. Uh, I feel like you have a, a good presence with the way you craft some of the, the video stuff that you do. So, uh, it, you know, from my from my personal side of things, uh, very, very enjoyable. Definitely, definitely give them a peek. Um, I guess that's pretty much it for us this week. Thank you, Loctavian, for joining me. Uh, it was a pleasure as always, and I'm glad to have you come back uh, for this. This is actually this was this was perfect. Um, and of course, you're you'll be welcome back in the future as we kind of organize stuff down the line. So, uh, yeah. Anytime you need a need a, a 
a co-host or somebody to, to discuss or debate anything, I'm uh, I'm available. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, as as for the show itself, you can follow everything we do over at DungeonCrawlerNetwork.com. There you can find links to all of our social media, including Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, and Discord. Be sure to check out our Patreon at Patreon.com slash DungeonCrawlerNetwork if you want to help support the show. And consider leaving us a five-star review on iTunes or Spotify so people know that we are a real podcast, that we say real words, and sometimes they matter. Thank you, everybody, for joining us on this live version of Tales, or if this is your recorded version, hope you enjoy, and we will talk to you all next episode. Bye, everybody. Bye. All right, we can stop our recording, and we can find somebody to raid for the rest of the evening. Hey, everybody, thank you so much for hanging out with us. I really appreciate all of you. This is super late and everything like that. So, you know, so many of you showed up, as always. Uh, I, I always just appreciate you hanging out with us. It always just makes it more entertaining from this side of the microphone. So, uh, yeah, uh, thank you. Thank you for all of that. And actually, speaking of the man Nephis, since we had mentioned him, why don't we raid over to Nephis right now? Um, beautiful, beautiful Baldfus. Oh my God! Yeah, the bald oh, thing. For anybody, <sighs> for anybody who doesn't know, Nephis was so secure that the next chapter was Redguard that he told his chat. He said, "If it is not Redguard, I will shave my head bald." And uh, sure enough, after the the same day as the the reveal. <laughs> he was shaped. Look, he has a nicely shaped head. He has yes. a good head for to being totally bold, fine. But it was still hilarious. It was absolutely hilarious. Yes. So yeah, for anybody, we're just gonna raid over to Nephis, uh, give him a hello, and um, yeah, thank you all so much, SD. Thank you so much for the sub. Oh, that's right, SD. I, of course, this is your morning entertainment over there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thank you everybody for hanging out, for the follows, for the subs, for everything. Uh, it's greatly appreciated, and all of you have a great rest of uh, your evening or day or weekend and I will talk to you all again next time. Bye everybody. When Akatosh slew Lorcan he ripped his heart right out He hurled it across Tamriel and the heart was heard to shout Red diamond, red diamond The heart and soul of men Red diamond, red diamond Protect us till the end The laughing heart sprayed blood afar A gout on seer it fell and like a dart shot to its mark down in an alien well. Magic effused the Lorcan blood to crystal red and strong. Then wild elves cut and polished it down to chimel at a ball. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, Red diamond, protect us till the end. When elves lost Nern to men, Akatosh gave the stone to Saint Alesh in token of her right to sit the throne. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul.
Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end.